Java, this is your last chance. Hey, woo, here we are. <laughs> we did it. The end of 2023, and we're back in the corner. The captain's corner. Live from Starbinger Base for the second annual Captain's Corner Spouchka Nights Live Day Spectacular. <laughs> yes. Yes. Matt. Oh. The yes. Of the and it is a beautiful <laughs> day in the corner. Family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh, man. How we doing, everybody? We did it. We did it. We did it. It's, it's almost the, time for this year to be what over. Did, what did we do? It's almost <laughs> time for the year to be over, Brian. Of another year, oh. Brian. Yeah, it's true. It's you know, true. another year around the sun. Another trip around the sun, yeah, as they say. You know, you know? Yeah. that's what they say. That is what they say. That's what they say. But I don't believe it. Uh, anyway, happy to be here. It's the end of year spectacular. Uh, we're recording pretty late, guys, aren't we? Is it, we this are. is a Friday night. Normally, we record a little earlier than this. It is late night, dare I say. It is. It is uh, late in the evenings. The witching hour. Not the witching it's not hour. That late, but it's Friday night, and the mood is right. Yeah, and I have yeah. some fun. Show you how it's done. TGIF. Oh, that was, yeah. was gorgeous. That was that was couldn't really be nice. said any better. Yeah. That was, that was the, they redid that campaign. <laughs> they, they did a few times. <laughs> Wait, did they do it recently? They brought that brought back. No, no, that was original. Yeah. What I just did was okay. original. That and was the they, original. That's the OG. They like gave it like a wacky voice. I don't know. <laughs> They're like more kids appropriate. Is that what they? Is that what they call Ruff, it? Off to a bad start. It's great. It's going great. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's a little bit different than last year. Last year, we were a polished end-of-year production. This year, we're just um, polished. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? All right. Here we go. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to talk about uh, the year's events, TV, movies, Star Wars, of course, Star Trek, some superhero stuff, and uh, whatever uh, craziness comes along the way. Absolutely. Let's get into it. I'm Let's excited. Get into it. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to just skip all of the regular stuff. No news on the march. Uh, you know, we're going to sound the spoiler klaxon because we're going to talk about a lot of stuff uh, ranging from all over the place. So this is the warning. Whereas, like, you know, we warn you, you had to have watched everything. You know, we're going to spoil it all. Like everything. If there's no a, there's a If there was a movie or a TV show that you didn't watch yet, that's on you. That's it. Yep. Rebels season three. Rebels season three. <laughs> it's going down. The Witcher nightmare of the wolf. <laughs> We're going to flush the format, if you will, you know, if, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, you know. I love it. Yeah. Let's do it. Fl- flush that format. <laughs> So today, we're looking back at the year 2023, what we liked, disliked, all that jazz. We're also going to take a look at the year ahead, a ton of good stuff coming out in 2024, and we're going to unpack uh, all of that and uh, what we're most excited for. Uh, And then if that wasn't enough, you know, maybe if there's time, a little Captain's Corner, I don't know, we'll see, some real talk, you know, I don't know if there'll be time, we'll see. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. We're going to we're going to we're going to barrel through this and then go from there. I think this is just we established before we started recording. We were like, this is just vibes. This, this, is, this is, is I'm sitting vibes. on the floor in my living room drinking wine out of a mug. So yes. this is just is just the vibe that we're going for. I'm also uh, drinking a red wine, which I feel like just slows it down a little bit. It slows it know? down. Keeps it keeps it intimate. Keeps, keeps it classy. It, yeah, classy. You know, uh, the white wine energy last week, red wine energy this week. It's going to be there great. There you go. That's all we need. Uh, 
And if if I may, Matt, I, I'm dr- I'm I'm drinking hot water and lemon out of a hot of water. But uh, <laughs> but the, the reason, if I may, just so in case anyone's wondering why I'm I'm not doing a bit, the reason I'm I'm talking like this is I'm sick. Oh yeah, Brian's sick. Um, so and he is. And, and he we're is we're remote. Valiantly, so okay. he's valiantly um, gracing us with his presence, despite that. So um, by the time you're hearing this, uh, you know I won't be anymore. But that's it's not a it's not a bit. This is oh. this is. But it, it's very conducive to um to uh, impressions that are down here. Yeah, you know, Mr. Baggins. But also, please don't hurt yourself. No, no, that one's that was very. Uh, that's uh, that one is just sits right there quite easy. I've been doing it. All okay. Day. Good, good, you good, see good. to add a crackling fire here, and we'll be good, you know? There we go. And the doilies, your mother's dishes, are so important to you. Anyway, so let's sound that uh, spoiler klaxon one more time, okay? Uh, and, uh, Caitlin, I think there's a there's a clear order or something. Uh, there, there's a clear order in which to watch everything from the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> Yes, and then the listen to our Lord. podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. Um, that works. All right, here we go again. Punch it. Don't everybody thank me at once. All right. The Captain's Corners, Bochka Night's Life Day Spectacular 2023 or second annual, whatever you want to call it, a year Part or whatever. Two. Part two. Uh, the Search for More Money. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, last year's episode uh, was three hours. This year, yeah, we're gonna cut it down. It's not gonna be three hours. It's not gonna do that. Was it? Uh, was, it re- was it really three hours? Three hours. It was three hours. Brian. Oh man. Yeah. So let's try to <laughs> it get was it three in hours under that. That's why we're skipping a few things. We're That's trying the to goal. go ludicrous speed through the we're year. Off, we're off to a, a magnetic, a banger start. of a start. <laughs> Quality cutting, cutting right to it. So anyway, Star Wars. Let's get let's jump Star into Star Wars, Wars first. You know, I've, I've heard of it. You've heard the of it. Uh, yep. That's what we are. You know, uh, just for a little recap for the year, there was uh, the Mandalorian season three. Oh, Mandalorian, which we covered. Yes, um, yes, yes. It's fantastic. Go back and listen if you haven't listened. Uh, there was also Star Wars Visions Volume Two. Everyone has an inner light. Which we didn't cover. Um, that that was the, the beginning of the hiatus we, for the year. We, we we said we would. We said we would. We did and then it. we didn't. Broken one, promise number one. One of our many lies. Kick, I don't know if it's number yeah, one. Let's tick that off. <laughs> and those <laughs> were those were all very intentional. Jar- we knew that we were lying to yeah. you in that moment. Well, yeah. no, we I, I fully I fully intended to, and, and still watched them and loved them, and and but yeah, it just no, it, it was purposeful. Now is the time to, to talk literally about anything else. Yeah. There we go. All right. What, what was next what on else, the list? Uh, there was also uh, a game, uh, a wonderful game that we were all anticipating, and we may not have all played, but we'll talk about it anyway. Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order Two. Um, uh, Jedi Jedi Survivor. Oh my god! What did I say? Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Ooh, ooh. Volume Two, Part Two. Volume Two. <laughs> it's the, no. It's it's just. Star Wars. Okay, gotcha. That's the name of it. Okay. It's been a long five years. So anyway, uh, and then finally, there was Ahsoka. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Which we covered in an episode. Which we did in in one episode. Yeah. It was great. We covered it, we. 
We 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 didn't even like really we. actually talk about Ahsoka, uh, so we'll get to that. I think we yeah. left her out of the entire episode. We talked about everybody else. <laughs> it's just 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 like the show. Oh, that's sharp commentary. Not not yeah. really. She's she's. Yep. I I don't I don't agree with that. But it was just right there though. Yeah yeah. It was, I, I left it right up there for you. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So anyway, uh, is there anything I missed? I think that was all the Star Wars content. Plenty of High Republic, I'm sure. Books, uh, Rise of the Red Blades. <laughs> no. Have you heard of them? I will say, before before we started recording, I was like, what's my favorite Star Wars thing of the year? I was like, oh man, Andor was really good. Andor came out <laughs> last year. Andor came out last year. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, yeah, I really liked Obi Wan. Like, <laughs> also, and I was like, year. I really like Boba Fett. <laughs> I really want to see yeah. uh, where this like, goes. We got to make a lot of jokes about the mods. There we go. There we go. Anyway, anyway, remember, remember, the, remember those, remember those hoojibs. Yeah, they should be uh, coming out the movie Kaylin. by now. Kaylin vividly. remembers the hoojibs v- yep. vividly. So, yeah, why don't we just start at the top of the list? Uh, quick thoughts, reflections on Mando season three now being many months ago and a whole lot of changes in the Star Wars universe. Uh, we still feeling good about Mando season three. Do we remember Mando season three? I'm not going to lie. I had to I had to Google a little bit about it earlier. Today <laughs> what happened, to remember though? to remember what happened. Um uh, baby was babying. Bad baby. Oh, Sorry about that. He's young. Yeah, bad baby. Uh, yep. That was glorious. We spent a ton of time with the Mandalorians uh, mm-hmm. beyond our our main man Mando. Uh, it was it was a uh, it was a season of television that existed yeah. with with some beautiful beautiful moments. I will say. Yes. 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 I. You know what? I completely forgot that. The season had um, the big standout moment of Keller and Beck. Keller and Beck? They're right behind me. What about the others? There are no others. Um, mm. Reappearing Ahmed Best and, and his return and not just that reveal, but also how they shot it and the meta side of that, as well as in the story itself. I just thought that was very cool. And I'd say that looking back on that that season is kind of what I'm remembering. That and Star Wars Days of the Week. Songs Days, am I right? And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and the, the, I remember the last stand of Paz Vizla, uh, Paz Vizla. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where he's like, his gun is just, uh, his big rotary blaster is just glowing. He just chucks it. Go! There are too many. No! This is the way. Yeah, um, cool. A yeah. lot of a lot of good Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. a lot of us being wrong about everything, everything, everything. and going after uh, uh, Paz Vizsla pretty aggressively, if I remember. Uh, making yeah, fun of what he looks call like him a fry, fry, fry yeah. tuck. Yeah, yeah, and yeah got one the bat, there. the yep. bat baby birds plot line oh, going the, nowhere. The bat um, baby birds, we had, ate them, and then missed the opportunity armor. Yeah, I mean, we we were just so it was really orange satisfying. helmeted Mando. I mean, orange helmet that. Mando. Yeah, who could forget? Matt's you know, beloved. Yeah. He is too small. The the Technicolor covert. Um, yeah. It's it's just uh, so what stands out the most though is is Kel- for me is Keller and Beck and I don't think it was that that season was lackluster I think it was just that the first two seasons set a really high bar and I also just haven't rewatched it if I'm if I'm being honest I, I I'm sure also have not yeah Clearly. watching it again 
Um, I, I think I will, I'm sure. I, I love that watching it here. It just, you know, it's, it usually sets on a second watch. So, yeah. yeah. The first thing that I remembered, and this is, I, I don't know why it came to mind first. There's a uh, Jack Black and Lizzo. We fell in love. We fell in love. We did fall in love. <laughs> they were in that Oh my season. God, I forgot about this that. Was, uh, in, oh in the Christopher God. Lloyd episode. Remember that one? And Christopher Lloyd. Remember, remember that? Remember like, that? I don't know remember why that week? came to mind first, but yeah. I, re- I remember we tried to pull some really like thematic relevance out of we that really did. thing. And I'm looking back, I'm like, we're just we running really uphill wrong. on a treadmill in the wave. <laughs> <and I'm> like, <laughs> well, that's what I, but also another thing I remember about that, uh, about that season was it was like, Every episode, you know, he was off to a different location. It was, you know, there was a lot going on in that season. A lot of They really around. leaned into what I think uh, most people have pointed out, our, ourselves included, throughout the entirety of The Mandalorian, is that he is just going on side quests all the time. Yeah. And one of these days, I feel like he's just going to get tired of the side quests, right? Yeah. Like yeah. He's, well, he's now he's eventually... just outside his little little tiny house, you know? I know, just, yeah. Just uh, in an open field with, with Grogu. With Grogu living his life, living his cowboy life. Uh, will he ever take that helmet off again? Who knows? Probably not. Will we ever no. see uh, <laughs> no. his face ever again? No. <laughs> nope. Nope. Pedro Pascal will never return to the Mandalorian. Well, I was like, Mando, it's cool fine. now. We all take off our, our helmets. And he's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, nah, Some, not me. Somehow Pedro Pascal looks like somebody else now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somehow Pedro Pascal's face looks like Brandon Wayne's. <laughs> Uh, they just throw the AI he's, on his he's face. In like, you know? He's in like a million things. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. he's a little busy. All right. Well, Mando, very excited to see Mando again, though. I mean, wherever. Yeah. When, when do you think we see Mando season four? I mean, we speculated a little bit about this in the last episode, but like, you know, there's no date on the calendar, really. They say they're working on it, I think. But yeah, it was affected by uh, strikes, but it's happening. It's happening. And I, okay. I think good. at the at the earliest, we won't see it until October of next year. And that's being generous. That's, that's kind of a bang on assessment. Like, really? I think really? that's like October next smart. year, like 2024. You think? We yeah, see I'm, it? I'm, I'm, no, I think that's when the five, I think she's saying. Oh, okay. I was saying 24, I, but that's me being really oh, optimistic. Ooh, that's really, I, I'm saying 2025. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think 20, because we, we are, yeah. I don't think we'll get 2024. Yeah. But I was that's like, true. Well, because October as we were we discussing, should actually, I meant to preface like our whole conversation with this, but like 2024 in terms of speculating is a little crazy because of the strikes and like they're so behind on making content that the, like even looking and researching stuff to talk about for next year, like there's barely anything on the calendar committed. Yeah. No one knows you know? what to do do yeah it's gonna tap tap gonna <laughs> except zaslov cloth i know you don't work for disney but you know i'm sure it was you yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway um all right well that so that was a uh, mando all right so mando season three thank you it was great uh, come again um star wars visions <laughs> volume two can you get your porta potty off the starting line she's a total <laughs> Exactly. All right. I so, did not. Wa- I did not watch this. <laughs> there you go, Caitlin. Uh, I, <laughs> I think I buzzed through it once and uh, wasn't really paying t- much attention. That's you know, that's the Matt Romano promise. <laughs> you me. are you are you are the Lone Ranger here, Sullivan. So, Brian, what you think? Matt, you were too busy um, re, re, uh, reading Light of the Jedi. Yes, I was. Um, yes, I had the audio book and the book and the comic book. And you know, then you didn't to touch happen. any of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I I loved uh, season two of Visions. I think um, there they are obvious highlights um, of the year in Star Wars and Mando, and a big gaping obvious one in uh, in the season of Ahsoka. But kind of the, the, there's one Star Wars image I keep coming back to, and it's from Visions, and it's from my favorite overall installment, like kind of like short films or the episodes. I don't know. Everyone kind of thinks of them differently. But I think overall my favorite one at the time was Spy Dancer, the Spy Dancer. They destroyed everything, killed everyone. So it's about revenge? Took my son. What's that to do with me? He would be your age. What did the Empire do to you? And it kind of still is, kind of still is, but now it's become tied with Screecher's Reach, mm-hmm. which I believe is the second one. Mm. And there's an image, and that's the one where this image comes from. There's an image at the end of Screecher's Reach that is so unlike anything I've ever even thought of in terms of Star Wars before, and yet somehow perfectly in line with it. I can't really describe it. It's just absolutely at one with the myth with the mythos but insanely new it's everything that visions does that's so great and it it's haunting in a way is what it is mm. and i was surprised that that particular installment um was nominated for a creative arts emmy for outstanding animation mm. because uh, so if you watch I mean, I recommend them all. There wasn't any of them I disliked. I think the people that work on these are incredibly passionate and obviously talented. But that one is was still hits. He keeps hitting me, and that images keep just recurring. No, I'm going to go back and watch that one like soon. That's yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah, and I'm curious uh, about because we we didn't talk about our well, we weren't talking with our listeners about it at all. <laughs> um, but I'm curious which ones um, our listeners liked and which ones you know hit them in, in similar ways. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brian. I, I should say too, like, I feel like I, I missed um, visions and even uh, the, our next one that we're going to talk about, uh, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor. Dagengara was the only person to live through what we're about to do. At least we will die together. Hey, great pep talk, kids. Hopefully they can fit that on my tombstone. I uh I completely missed this when I downloaded it. I like got a new Xbox for it and like I just never played it. Played it for like 2 seconds and and didn't touch it. I've been uh I said this last week, but I just play Zelda all the time when I have my oh, free it's, time. Oh, it's games, fun. No. I go to Zelda. Jedi Jedi Survivor. It's you know what it has, Matt, that um that I know you love. And there's a word for it, but the st- in universe Star Wars music. Yes, music. I saw that. They doubled yeah. down on it. They like have an there's, album. It's crazy. There's a, there's a <laughs> quest line where you go and recruit a DJ and his droid. Oh, that's amazing. And yeah. his, like, his beats droid or something. I'm so See, I'm mad going back to this game. And I then just, you, like, you know, pick you know. up tracks, and, and there's an album of that's nothing but the, the tracks from your cantina. And all of these tracks are amazing, but one of them especially is just... Oh, it's so I, good. I oh, love it. Which one? Say it. You can say it. This is the spoiler free. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember the title, but it's, <laughs> it's, hi- it's highlighted on my, uh, on my, uh, on my phone. Yeah. Caitlin, did you play? I didn't. Cause I have a PS4. Uh, so I, 
I, I did. Uh, nope. Haven't played the nope. new Spider-Man either because uh, uh, I have a PS4. Oh, oh yeah. I see. I don't know though. The numbers. So look at this. Nope. I have, I have the, <laughs> the old, I have the old one, but I mean that by like, it's basically the same, except it's actually like, <laughs> except that the, the console itself is not incredibly phallic looking. Mm. Um, okay. I, the the yeah. PS5 is put it on the side. You no, know, it's just like the ugliest thing in the entire it's world. Weird how they all look like you know. Don't know. yeah. Don't shame the machine. I'm not shame the machine. So what? Actually, yeah. what, what, what do I yeah. care? Shame away. It's yeah. uh, it's called. Uh, I just I forgot it again. Jeez, Brian, the, <laughs> come on, <laughs> little man. I'm confused. <laughs> Well, anyway, Hello? I plan to go back to this game. I'm excited to get back to the game because I'm going to oh, play, the Fields, play Fields of Dusk. Yeah. Fields of Dusk. Fields of Dusk. Because okay. I need to know the story, and, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, game gameplay-wise, it's for what I think like stepped up from the first game. And you remember how much fun yes. uh, combat and everything yes. was in the first game. But story is where this excels. Story, acting, characters, everything. It's just... The characters are amazing, and it adds so much to the to this period and Star Wars lore. And Deborah Wilson, just wow, mm. uh, unbelievable! It. The the performances are just flat out slap bang a number one. <laughs> I want to play it. it. Well, that's the Brian yeah. Silliman stamp of approval. Yeah, and yeah. And I, I, I heard you mention Spider-Man 2 is really good, too. That was I know. Game. Yeah, well, we're getting to the later. We can get to that later. Those are the other things of 2020. Oh. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, and then finally from this year uh, that we're going to talk about today, Ahsoka. Forgot how annoying you are. Logical. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. So, which we just talked about last week. So, let me just kick it off there. I mean, we were joking about it, but... We didn't do much talking about Rosario Dawson and her journey in the show of her name uh, last week. And I just want to say she was amazing. Um, Absolutely. A lot of great moments for Ahsoka in the series. Um, talking to the Purgles, jumping on the ship, you know, fighting in space. That was Ahsoka that was pretty, the White. Yeah, Ahsoka the White. Um, yeah, we talked was, about her. That was Come something on. I don't think we, we didn't get. Get into that aspect. Well, uh, yeah, I've finished actually discussing Rosario Dawson and the role before I yeah. tangent this. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's it. Again. Phenomenal. We're okay. so happy. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. The uh, talking about Ahsoka the White is timeline stuff. Yeah. Because for the first couple episodes, because we, we finally, we saw the Rebels epilogue mm-hmm. in live action, but I kept saying, well, it's different yeah. because she comes out and she's not in the white and she doesn't have the staff. And it was obvious that Sabine had already been on that ship before because her drawings were on there and she was already, mm-hmm. you know, a Padawan or something. So I'm like, so is this the second time she's coming to pick Sabine up and it's just really similar? And then, yeah, we'll go with that. So this happened twice. And then the more we watched, I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. And then she put on <laughs> the white robe. It's like, okay, so this is like that transformation just explaining where the white robes came from. And so what it ended up doing was I kept hoping that a staff was going to appear yeah. every episode. I'm like, okay, yeah, Thrawn's back. Great. Ezra's here. Okay, good. Where's cool. the staff? All the yeah. things we hoped for. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, who cares? But, but, but also I was, and, and so it, it had to line up in my head. I'm like, this has to work mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And that's fine. 
but I, it, it absolutely is fine. I, it actually helped me to just let go of that and be like, just, you know, until she has to like, you know, find a staff on wherever that planet is. She is now step between the world, between worlds, you know, go back in time, going, save uh, lives, yeah. save their lives. <laughs> yeah, she's got to do it again. Where you going? She, yeah, she's got to do this thirty times to get it right. She has to keep dying and coming back and dying and coming back. Dormammu, <laughs> <laughs> I've come to bargain. Yeah, and then you're gonna Dormammu. get. Then you're gonna get the moment that Filoni planted in the last episode of Rebels. It's gonna come to fruition. It'll, it'll happen frame by frame. You know, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Mark my words, you heard it here first. Maybe you heard it first. (laughs) Heard it first. Well, other thoughts on Ahsoka um, that we might have not touched on last week. I mean, are you guys still feeling uh, the love? I I think so. I mean, uh, it's it's another show that I know that I eventually will revisit down the line when I I find myself uh, hankering for a a rewatch. I think... I I am excited to see where all of this goes next and where all of the threads eventually lead us and, you know, how it will all eventually combine into the anticipated, you know, Avengers 2012 verse uh, of <laughs> yes. Star Wars that, you know, we're all kind of, I think, seeing the, the, the reports on slash uh, seeing all of it come together. Yep. When she steps through. The world between worlds and Luke is like, is this all you got? And like, like what more? No. <laughs> that would yes, be cool. exactly that. Yeah. That would be cool. It's I can't like believe you, you know I'm loopy because I'm signing on immediately to a, to a Matt theory. Right. Like, and Brian's you know, like, yeah, that's great. And you know, awesome, I'm, I'm real like, loopy. Has anyone taken your temperature theory. today, Brian? Yeah. Jeffrey, cut him a check. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Brian, do you have any final thoughts on Ahsoka? Um, well, I, I mean, it's really hard to beat that fifth episode still, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's talk about one that that is why the, why the show was called Ahsoka. That episode is Ahsoka. Yeah, that's all. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. That is about her past, present, and future is what I love that about that. It's her own little Christmas carol, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know this battle. This was the siege of Mandalore. We had parted ways by now. Looks intense. It was. And there's a there's just a fant- fantasy angle. We talked about this last time, but the fantasy yeah. angle of that and the spiritual aspect of that was gorgeous. Yeah. And I I really loved it. I I think in general though, if I'm being and I I really enjoyed watching every episode of it. I enjoyed watching it at night. Yes, at nine um, o'clock. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, everybody. You're everybody's welcome. I appreciate. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, yep, I mean, yeah, you yeah, did yeah. it. I did yeah. it. did it. We did it, everybody. Did it. We complained enough that something changed. Yep, I did. My, uh, um, that's, again, that's the Matt Romano promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if I'm being, I, I, I this is, this is going to sound bad. Oh. Um, because Ooh. it is, you know, we're a Star Wars podcast and, and why, 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 why say that? But this wasn't. I really wasn't, when it comes to being into Star Wars, Star Wars was not my number one thing this year. Oh. Like, there were a lot of other things. Not saying it's because the Star Wars we had was lackluster, because it wasn't. It was wonderful. There was just a lot of other things that I was just, for whatever reason, just more into that. Yeah, we talked about this a lot, and I agree. I I also had a similar year. Yeah. I, I just, you know, it's, 
Okay. I mean, it's just it's just okay. What, it's what happened. You can't I, be you the know. you know the, the the on top of the heap all the time. You You're know? only human, yeah. Brian. We yeah, are on. all only, only human. Yeah. Own, That's only why human. we talk about Star Wars and more. You know, because when we have the uh, you know yeah, and they were they were just as I know that because I saw our rundown. I know what's what's coming up. There are a lot of big things that are just years in the making that just hit in ways that I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Let's get well, into it. Let's talk about real quick, and then so get, we can move on to that other stuff. It. Like, let's get let's get caught up in it. In the um, crosshair. Let's move <laughs> well, on. Let's. We just for you play, forgot that completely. Oh well, well gr- crust bad, bad batch season two. Well, I was just about. Oh, was that this year? You're right. Yeah. That was this year. Was that was on the same. <laughs> it's on the same time as Mando. You know, oh. you also looked at this list and could have said, "Hey." You're missing Bad look, Batch. I didn't, I didn't look very hard. Uh, that breaks my heart that I forgot <laughs> Bad Batch. So, now we are trapped. And we have lost all of our Ipsium. Well, I, I suppose that's my fault too. Well, technically, yes. If you had not let our ship get stolen, we would be aboard it right now with the mineral. <sighs> None of this is helping. But to my, but to my fault, it, it was at the beginning of the year. It was during Mando. I remember they did. They were promoting it a lot. You know, it was very buried. No, and there were a couple episodes of Bad Batch that almost steal the year in a lot of ways. Absolutely, like uh, that, a thousand percent. Made, the Mayday Crosshair episode. You know, it makes us different from battle droids. We make our own decisions, our own choices, and we have to live with them too. Yeah, there was the oh return of the, of the Zilla Beast, and yep. and I can't I can't even do it. But Babu, Babu, yeah, <laughs> Babu, Babu. No, I can't. It's, it's, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, and also, um, I mean, there was just great episodes uh, with Wrecker and uh, Goggles uh, Tech. And, I mean, oh, and we'll never goggles. be anymore with Goggles. No, Goggles Tech is gone. You know. Yeah. Dead. Wow. Did. Well, tech anyway, is, tech is tech is dead. Right. Well, but that that's a good transition because uh, looking towards what's coming in uh, in the Star Wars universe in 2024, Bad Batch season three. They call themselves the Bad Batch, which will be the final season of the Bad Batch, as we crank predicted. Rank that bad boy out. Excited for the Bad Batch, though. Cannot wait to see how they wrap that whole thing up. Uh, skeleton crew, think we'll see it next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. They're working on it long enough. I, I mean, a follow-up question. What yeah. is it? <laughs> it's a show about well, a, a Jedi, oh, Jude Law. I've heard of shows. Yeah, who has, like, finds a bunch of kids, and then they they uh, save the galaxy from the First it's the Order. the Peter Pan or, thing. I already watched yeah. that this past year. Something like that. <laughs> um, so, so uh, my question is if that's in, like, the, the Filoni Mandoverse or if it's separate. I don't know. It feels like... Uh, stretch i'm excited yeah. but uh you know i'm sure it's, it feels like a 10 you know kind of related sort of thing you know i think they gotta feels like it the could title. it could be yeah. tied in at some point but who knows anymore y'all the mandalorian skeleton crew now it's gonna be called <laughs> laying down the law yeah jude law <laughs> it's a galaxy far far away yeah that's what it, book yeah. of jude yeah oh All right. no Anyway, uh, Caitlin, then also Caitlin the love that the joke. acolyte. Really love that. You think it was an acolyte next year? I would like yeah, to. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I hope so. That yeah. one's cool because it's got the the High Republic tie in, and um, 
Daphne Keene, and yep. a lot of other cool people in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've been talking about the Acolyte for like five years. Which leads me to my last point on Star Wars, actually. Uh, it's mm. funny that you say that, Kaylin. Uh, mm. oh. No, no, no. This isn't a general mm. grievance or anything. Uh, you know, but they, they have announced like a ton of projects in the past few years that have come to like various points of fruition and they've been pushed back or not happening or just vastly speculated about. There's the three movies out in the ether that they announced, the Ray movie, the first Jedi movie, the Filoni movie. You know, it, it is a little harder to get excited for things because you have no idea what's on the horizon, which could be a good thing. It's true. You know, maybe it's I mean, a good we talk, thing. We talk about, uh, uh, you know, being a little the, the industry and the world being a little burnt out with all of this, I think, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the longest time. And we've, you know, talked this point to death in the past already, so I'm not going to harp on it too much, but just, you know. There was a lot of Star Wars content in recent years. And yeah. A lot of stuff every single year. And, you know, it's it's similar to Marvel. You can only be at number one for so long before the tides turn and the people bring their pitchforks to your castle. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is very true. Well, and, and, and you would know, Caitlin, because yeah. people just... Mobs turn on you, I feel like, every other week. Every, every other every week. Other I'm week. fighting Personal, off people with pitchforks. I'm, yeah. I'm my own pitchfork. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, I've had enough. I think it's a little extreme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I said final, what I said. final I said Star Wars thoughts for the year. Hot takes, things you're excited back, uh, about for anything. Fin- final hot Star Wars take for the year. Kayla Bush, you go first. Where's my Ray movie? Give me, yeah, see, give me my Ray movie. Yeah, give her the Ray movie. I want, I want my Daisy Ridley back. Thank yeah. you. That's it. Yep. Woo! I like this. When she's old woman Ray, you know, just like yeah. training. The old and wizened. Yeah. I love it. She actually eventually is uh, trained by the Yoda baby. By <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So. Train you, I will. <laughs> Oh, you can do it. We'll, we'll, we'll put right. a pin in it. All right, Brian, well, what, what, last Star Wars take of the year. I, I'd say I, I, I agree completely with Caitlin. I'd say other than the three things you mentioned, um, those three shows for next year, I, we can count on those. Like, cause we, they're bad batch three is happening at some point. And the other, the other two we've seen like pictures and then they like, they're in the can. The other, I, I, I'd be confident that we will see the Ray movie. Mm-hmm. I, at least I said, cause I really want that one. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, happening. I'm, I'm like that's confident because so I want it. People want yeah, that. And yeah. I, I think the, at some point we'll see the, the Filoni summation in some way, shape or form, but the others, who knows, but I, I, I also really would love that Ray movie and I would love them to continue Finn's storyline. Yeah. Like as part of that, or or a, instead of in a Lego movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, and she's said like, or I mean, how how much do you want to? Based on things she said in the tone or whatever, it's like there are a lot of theories that there's not just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's going to be a a few Ray movies, and I love that idea. Uh-huh. So yeah, Ray trilogy, Ray trilogy. I'm yeah, into it. So it's mm-hmm. like either you know, absolutely bring back you know. Freaking Kylo Force Ghost, if you want Luke Force Ghost, and the only thing is like, well, who's going to do the score? And 
Got a lot of fine candidates. Yeah, and so. then he comes out really of retirement have. again. <laughs> it's like, oh, and one more thing. One more. Well, my final Star Wars thought for the year. Uh, you know, one scene we didn't talk enough about from Ahsoka was the scene with Sabine riding on the motorcycle. Speaking of Star Wars music. Um, ah. And then she's like with the rock music and you get the E-wing. That was a hot scene. Yeah, that's on the soundtrack. That yeah. was uh, that was badass. Yeah, yeah. that's badass. Yeah, that's, that's badass. like for 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 people who don't know Sabine, who never watched anything, like that immediately introduces who she is as a character straight away. A hundred percent. Yeah, that was really good. Just wanted to reflect I, on that quickly. Igyaka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the, it. That's the that's yeah. the song. I drive my I'm kids sure, to preschool with that music blasting, just weaving well, in and out of lanes. Yeah. I'm sure that that song was the reason Matt Romano that you loved that scene so much. Yeah, that's it, why it, Matt Romano has so things. many speeding tickets. Yeah. It was the only. It was the only reason that that song, <laughs> that the first and only reason. And an E-wing. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. E-wing. Yep. yeah. Those things. Those Love are those, those things. That's why. Those anyway. are the reasons. Uh, and also, I miss those Mando. Those are the only reasons. <laughs> I miss Mando and uh, Boba Fett. Like a bantha. Yes. Um, I miss the little universe of Book of Boba Fett. I miss them all. I love I, I love how much you love Book of Boba Fett. I'm dedicated. Fett. And it makes, I'm like, every time you say it, I'm like, I'm just going to love it even harder. It warms yes. my heart. <laughs> There you go. All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> is this just so random and weird? Uh, I'm like, it's a I great love thing. it. I, and you know, Droid Story. Where is Droid Story? Give me Droid yeah. Story. Let's make that happen. Cowards. All right, moving on. Uh, we're going to blast past the galaxy far, far away and get into a, another galaxy, another universe uh, that was tickling our fancy in 2023. We're all big fans. Star Trek. Uh, welcome back to... What was it? Star Trek the Pod? Trek the Pod? Trek the Pod. pod. I don't know. We had a name for it. You saved us. (laughs) It's been a long road. (laughs) Getting from (laughs) there to here. And I see what's first up on uh, this list here, too. And you guys are going to yell at me again about it. Um, Oh, no, Caitlin. Don't, don't. don't. I mean, I'm not going to yell. I'm just. I still haven't watched Picard season Mm. three. And shut up, Wesley. Listeners, they would, they would, they would text yell at me about this like every single week for months. I don't text yell. I do not text yell. Let me let me set the stage real quick because of why we were so why we were so angry, Caitlin, uh, is because when Brian alluded to the things that he loved this year uh, more than Star Wars, uh, I think we both agree that this was something that. Absolutely. We loved Picard season three, and we wanted you to love it with us. We, you know, I know, and I know it comes from a place of uh, a you want you want that yeah. connection. Want to feel do. it with you. I, I, and I really, I love that. I appreciate yeah. that. But I will, I will let you guys get into your your put on your on your caps, your Picard caps, and and go with it. Well, it's it's interesting, Matt, because it's um it was it wasn't so much of a thing that it was like more than Star Wars. It just hit different. It hit yes. like a yeah, different, yes, yes. different I should have, place. Should have said that better. And no, no, no. I, I think that's that's the you know at, based on what was said before. I think that's the that's the assumption. And as we talk about before, it's like sometimes you're in one mood, sometimes I'm in another. It's like Star Wars is a much goes back my entire life. Star Trek does not with me. It was like middle school onward, mm. and is more like science fiction and different sets of of memories based around it than Star Wars. 
So one is a little more primal. The other one is, is just in a, this is going nowhere. But so based on where I am in life and what's happening or whatever else, I'm just kind of predisposed to gravitate towards one thing or another. They scratch different inches for you. Absolutely. And for what was going on personally with me at the time, Picard season three was coming out. It just ended up hitting in a very personal place. You know, as much as I loved Mando season three, because they were on in the same general time period, there was no way it could fight against what was happening. Mm-hmm. And that's so, so much had just had to do with, with personal life. Um, and, and there's one, one scene in particular, and you know exactly the one I'm talking about that um, in the second to last episode mm-hmm. at the end that mm-hmm. um, could, couldn't believe it. And I yeah. watched that scene. I mean, maybe. Well, doesn't like sound the red alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. Because yeah, just, yeah. I want to talk about that scene. I want to play that scene. Make it so. I said. Mr. Data has set a direct course for Earth. Maximum warp. Aye, Captain. Course laid in, sir. She's ready. Engage. I mean, yeah. that, because when you say you've rewatched that scene a hundred times, I mean, I, I can't, can't get over this. This is when um, the crew gets the Enterprise D again and Jordy, and Jordy reveals that he's been rebuilding it um, for over the and past they, I mean, amount of years. They name drop Viridian 3 for, oh, yeah, for, for yeah, Hell's yeah. Bells. Because Caitlin, they got the dish, but they don't have the bottom section because the bottom uh, section blew up. So Jordy has taken uh, the other bottom section from another Galaxy class starship added it to the salvaged uh, D saucer and has rebuilt the enterprise D and Picard and the original TNG crew take it back to fight the Borg. And it is like the most phenomenal piece of music uh, character moments. I mean, the whole moment is I, I'm getting, uh, can't even talk about Steve, it. Steve Barton I love it. Who did the score for Picard. <laughs> he brought back a little bit of every single theme that there is every theme from even start Leonard Rosamond's theme in Star Trek Four, you get a snippet of at one point. A little DS Nine, a little Voyager, the first contact theme, heard often. Variations and um, similar motifs to Horner's Star Trek Two music. Um, mm-hmm. So, like the leaving space, we talked about this on this show. The uh, leaving space dock, yeah, moment, which we love. We love those. <laughs> Oh my who gosh. can say no? Who can say no to a leaving the the yeah. dock? The moment? space right. dock scenes exactly. are the best. Take her out, and then of of course, <laughs> like the big um, the big Goldsmith main theme as well. But in this particular track, they even use some of the generations music, which yeah. is never used before. The tr- musical continuity in Trek is, you know, just use it once, then dump it. Yeah. Um, but he they brought back a little bit of everything, and the track is called "Make It So." Yeah, and if I my phone was still able to track how many times I play a specific track, the count on it would now read, "Oh my God, what's wrong with you?" Because <laughs> I I've probably I, I and 
what happened? Because it was that moment, right? It was we were seeing that ship, and then we're seeing it sail out of the space dock to that theme, and that's something we never thought we'd ever see again. We thought it was impossible, and yeah. it fe- feels it felt so earned, though. Yep. After nine episodes, and then it felt inevitable, mm-hmm. and it was like, of course. Well, and you know what? Also, what also makes it such a good moment is that, like, uh, for such an older design, and what they've, you know, how how starships have evolved in, in terms of design over the past two decades and what we've seen in our most recent Trek to see the enterprise D and the D bridge look so good in a modern aesthetic. It's like, why aren't they doing this? This totally works. The ship looks fine. The bridge looks fine. Put carpet on the bridge, put some lights on, (laughs) give them some colorful costumes. This is ridiculous. Take out the lens flare, you know, just put them back on the ship. Okay. Leave the lens flare alone. (laughs) Right. But you know what I'm talking about. I a like little bit every once in a while, but. but you know what? We've talked we talked about this because I think that's why they. I, I'm convinced that's why they shot the other bridges, real like not dim, but just lower lighting. Yeah, for just so they have that the moment be the, big, so they could yeah. have that those yeah. lights come on and it's big and bright, and they had because they rebuilt that from scratch. Because yeah. from a from a production standpoint, you're absolutely right. It's like the mo- the show gets brighter the moment they're on the D bridge. Like it's you're in this dark place the whole show. And then like yeah. all of a sudden it's like, whoa, light. Picard on the Enterprise. The hope is back. Yeah. All of them. It's like all of them back. And, it, and it's crazy. The story behind the scenes, too, of how Terry Metalis made all that happen. Because yeah. he made it's like every almost every fan's dream and nobody wanted it. Yeah. Like the, that the producers didn't want it. Patrick Stewart didn't want it. And how he did it was he just waited until nobody was really paying attention to what he was doing with season three. And then with Patrick Stewart, he just got him drunk. Yeah. And then systematically got all the rest of them drunk too. And it's like, kind <laughs> and of, begin their and best then, friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. all just relented. And that's yeah. pretty much from what I understand from what I've, you know, heard from from people who were there that that's it was a mixture of those things of just reigniting camaraderie and the suits just being completely oblivious. See, that's that's all you can ask for. So wait, I'm going to just like end on that point, though, because I think we can dedicate an entire episode to Picard. But I'll just say this to recap. The show does an incredible job at like reconnecting the old with the new, like reinvigorating those old storylines if you were fans of uh, Voyager, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, is complete continuation. And I think the biggest story coming out of Picard season three is that if they don't greenlight uh, a Star Trek legacy like they've talked about, like the series that Terry <laughs> Metalis now wants to make, which is a continuation of this universe of Star Trek, it is money left on the table. Just it would be an unlike out of their minds if they don't do that. That's. I, I, I mean, I, I will. I'm, I'm happy to watch what they make, and I'm more than happy if, obviously, if this will never happen. But if they're ever like, "Hey, audition for this," I was like, "Absolutely!" I hope it runs a million years. <laughs> um, but Constable Odo's son, Brian, played by Brian yeah, Silkman. Of course, it's oh, fam- yeah. famous. It's a perfect <laughs> fit. Wait, it's me, Odo. You don't say. But <laughs> it's like. Go full force on that and, and let something like maybe Starfleet Academy gestate a little bit because ev- everyone is screaming for legacy. And 
I, I don't know too many people who are screaming from Starfleet Acad- for Starfleet Academy. I'm, I'm, I'm screaming sure- for Starfleet Academy. I think that sounds freaking amazing. Do you really? Caitlin, are you serious? Are you being from- ironic or? <laughs> no, I'm saying that very genuinely. I I love a and once we I, I love a college AU. I was just gonna um, say that's your yeah that's your jam. I like that yeah. you're saying it in such yeah. a laconic voice. It's like I'm screaming for Starfleet. Academy. I I love it. It's like you sound um, like Kim Cattrall on Tumblr. <laughs> I'm I'm super excited for it, and and it, it I think it kind of goes in actually with my point about our our next show that we're going to talk about. So look at yeah, just moving us along, moving us along. Yeah. I love it. Um, all right, next show in the Star Trek universe that we're going to touch on real quick is Star Trek: Strange New Worlds season yeah. two. Uh, we love this one as well. So flipping good. So flipping good. We uh, the characters, the costume design, the set design, the everything. It's just, what a gorgeous show. Well acted, music. Uh, I, I got nothing but the the best to say for this show. Uh, as much as I love Picard and I want that, that's my jam. That's my flavor of Star Trek. I don't mind a little dabble in the Strange New Worlds. You know, no. I feel like Strange New Worlds is just like off on its own thing. Whatever's happening is like in another universe. It doesn't really affect, you know, nope. what's happening in the main line. And I and I don't want it to because no. I want to see like Pike live and like, you know, some kind of different outcome for all of them. You know, I don't you know, but at the same time, also like how it's barreling towards just a remake of the original series. I don't know. It's it's so <laughs> insular. And uh, I mean, like, I, I can't say enough good things about, you know, like. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow when we get, you know, mm, uh, we mm-hmm. get our, our young Kirk freaking time travel alternate universe. Uh, all one of the that. best episodes of the year across Fantastic. anything. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yep. we got, we got Lotus Eaters. Uh, we got, uh, we got, uh, Kirk to bring, uh, no, sorry, uh, uh Spock to bring body swap. Um, yeah. AU. Yes. Uh, hijinks. Uh, yeah. What do they call it? Hijinks. Uh, we got, we got a musical <laughs> episode. Uh, um, yeah, I know. Which Brian I listen to, to about all. That. I listen yeah. to all the time the the soundtrack yeah. for that. Same. See, now I I texted this to you guys when that episode came out, and uh, I I was so surprised that it wasn't like you know just like fake musicals about like the warp core. Like we've got to save the warp core, you know. Like <laughs> that's what I thought the musical episode was going to be. I mean, that and is was... very good. <laughs> Thank you. I would also watch that. Core. Yeah, I mean, I that's what I thought it was going to be. And then it was like actually real songs and it was very good. It's beautiful. And I beautiful. think it's it, it worked it's, as both know. a musical and a Star Trek episode and it mm-hmm. was glorious. Yes. Yeah. And and that really leads into like it's it's the the Star Trek Academy and this is like it is it's Star Trek fan fiction. Yeah. Um at the end of the day. That's like a great it, way it, it it takes like all of these enormous like popular tropes uh it, Musical episode, body swapping, uh, uh, with with Star Trek Academy, a college AU, like everything that you could possibly want and that you want to see put into this world and make it weird with these great characters and these great actors portraying these beloved characters. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about uh, Strange New Worlds. I love it. I don't know if I'd agree that it's fan fiction. No, I, but, I don't know. No, I'm no, not but saying, I see the point. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying that it hits on it, it scratches an itch that I always love about uh, the fan energy around Star Trek because it's so large. Yeah. 
that you can kind of do whatever you want with it. And that's Mm -hmm. very much what this show says. We have this universe and a million weird things that we can do with it. So let's play with it. Mm -hmm. I I agree. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's also interesting if you watch like certain episodes of the original series that are affected by strange new worlds, you watch Mm -hmm. those and then look at the original. It's like, it's interesting how they're obviously it's, retcons all all over the place but it's interesting how they're affected in the head canon spin up and talk about you know fan fictions the fan fictions of there's one even I read of Kirk in between scenes of Wrath of Khan um, messaging La'an for information (laughs) Uh, that's cool she's like well there's nothing it's like I didn't mention it he's like but why he's like I didn't know and then Starts to you know it was really. But see, that's why I'm happy for this. No, no. See, I I (laughs) just I'm happy for it to live in its own like fan fiction on universe. You know, like keep these characters doing different things. They don't need to. They don't. This doesn't need to evolve into the the current timeline. You know, it's already weird enough. Just it already has. It's already in the current timeline. They're just like this is where uh, they're not going to do that. Yeah, but I no. I say throw them into another galaxy. Like I think the the whole already did that. That's do it again. That's the. Move, that's the Kelvin timeline. Yeah, yeah, but we'll have another one. We're going to have a third one where Strange New Worlds is, and then Kirk can fall in love that's with- That's horrible. You know? <laughs> I hate that. I hate you. <laughs> well, I'm glad, Red. I'm glad I found out this way. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> you filthy animal. Did you have a favorite song from the musical episode? I didn't like number ones. Oh, thing. you don't like that. No, the uh, connect to your the connect to your truth one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Connect to your crew. We're singing again. We're singing again, and it makes me confess things I'd never express. Brian would know. It's supposed to be like a modeled off a traditional, like other Guggenheim musical. I guess like the, I said yes. that before, but that was the museum. Patty Guggenheim famously <laughs> wrote musicals, <laughs> as did the okay. physical Guggenheim Museum. <laughs> You talking about Hammerstein? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the one. Wow. Well, also <laughs> wrong on that too. I, I think you're. I think you're wrong about the number one one. I I, I think my my favorite is the opening number status report where like everyone's yes. just kind of sitting there going, why why are we singing? I, yeah, <laughs> this is freaking weird. Me it's, uh, it's we are one. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's good. It's it's because the whole thing just builds into that. I like I like Spock's "I'm the X." You know, I'm a little the reprise X. of that. You know, yeah, yeah. it's um, Christine Chapel broke my heart. Yeah, mm. oh yeah, that was poor one. Ethan Peck. Christine Chapel broke my heart. Yeah, I would be and singing that for, too. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why did you know she couldn't get over that Klingon stuff? It's like okay, but like talk to each other. What's the one that sounds like uh, frozen? Emotional intimacy. <laughs> That's funny. Emotional damage. <laughs> Wait, the one that sounds like frozen. How would that feel in a moment like this? Or something like that, you know? I don't know. Sing more of it. I gotta look at the lyrics. I mean, you just butchered like three different songs, so I don't know. <laughs> all those, all those. At least two fan. musicals in one Disney movie, but you know, keep that's, us connected. Oh, the, the Celia Rose Gooding singing "Keep Us Connected" was incredible. Mm. Yeah, that was good. Because right. unlike a lot of other musical episodes, this so many people in this cast can seriously can sing. Ac- can actually sing. Yeah. yeah, Christina Chong, Celia Rose Gooding, um, Jess Bush. 
Except Pike, he couldn't sing. Ensign Mount can't sing to save his life, and it's kind of endearing. They gave a few, like, I'm the captain lines, like talking lines. The universe said you can't be that handsome and that good of an actor and also sing at the same time. Yeah, you don't get that. Only Brian Sullivan gets that that trophy. Well, no, and and, uh, probably Timothy Oliphant waltzes in, (laughs) starts starts building out tunes. Yeah, you're like, come on. Yeah, I can do this too. Surprised he didn't. He's like, I also baked you a souffle. I'm classically trained as a French chef. Belting out a tune and then and he's getting a Hollywood handshake at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, What's let's keep next? moving. Transitioning. Uh, good transition here because another great thing about Strange New Worlds, I like the musical episode. It could take chances with different formats. And we had the crazy uh, crossover episode with this yeah, next oh show. Oh my god, I forgot oh. entirely until Lower this moment. Lower Decks, the, the Star Trek animation Strange New Worlds crossover episode, which saw, um, you know, Tawny Newsom and Jack Quaid coming on board the Enterprise in their real life counterparts. Crazy. Loved it. Jack Quaid, my beloved. Love this one, too. So good. Look, I'm going to keep this like 100% profesh, but I was thoroughly unprepared for how hot young Spock was going to be. Yeah, he's full of surprises. Like what? The body, the face, the ears, what? Ridiculous. It it was great because it wasn't just a fluff crossover, like important story beats happened. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And I think with that's the that's been the charm of Lower Decks. And I think we've all enjoyed it since it first premiered. Um, yeah, love in Lower that Decks. Yeah. We love Lower oh. Decks and it's, it's a, you know, it's a cartoon, but it's not necessarily a, a, a only for family or children. It's not necessarily a raunchy kind of space either that you, I think sometimes expect <laughs> well, from stuff like okay this. It's okay that it's canon too. Like it fits yes. weirdly in Star Trek. Like I, I'm totally fine to think that the Cerritos is out there. Like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> having those real adventures, you know? I agree. Yeah. Well, it's all, it's also like every time I watch the original series now I'll, or any of the older thing, I'll kind of be like, oh, let's check in with those old scientists. Yeah. Um, yes. To yeah. no one. There's no one else in the house. I'm just saying this out loud to myself. It's okay to say it to your imaginary friend. That's I fine. love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I, and I love how they keep doing Lower Decks keeps doing smaller ver- like riffs on bigger events. Like, yes. The end of season four is like a Wrath of Khan-esque ending. You find out who Mariner's Khan is, but it's like perfect in in the lower decks. It's the perfect, it's like we have McDonald's at home, um, <laughs> Khan. Yeah. And it's, it's we'll spoil it for this as well, the fact that and we've already sounded it right, that it's, yeah. that it's Nick Locarno. <laughs> yes. From and the like, Star Trek Next Generation episode. Yeah. Yeah, like that's her con. And I'm like, that's just brilliant. That's Crazy. perfect. Yeah. Um, it that show keeps surprising me. I remember when that was announced and there was like that was coming out as one of three new shows and we're like, that's gonna bomb. Yeah. Like that looks so it was like dumb. Rick and Morty meets Star Trek, I don't think yeah. so. And now yeah. it's and now like it's fantastic. It's, yeah. It's one of my biggest comfort shows yeah. there is. They gotta Absolutely. get that show to seven seasons just for the fact that it should get seven seasons, seasons like all the other movie. classic Star Trek series. Yes. You know, like think think so much bigger, Matt. I'm gonna need fifty seasons. <laughs> I don't well, ever like want a, that show to end. I mean, I think it has the potential to pull like, you know, like a Bob's Burgers kind of thing too, where yeah. it's just kinda infinite. Uh, things that you can do with it. I, I vote. I yes. vote. We give it the yes. full Bob's Burgers like Bob fifteen Burger. seasons. Do plus. we? Do we vote? Can we get a? Can we get a? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think the, uh, it is, it is official <laughs> rich and famous contract. Done, done. We're entitled and we want it. We'll have it now. Um, now. Great. Um, okay. How. <laughs> so that's it for Star Trek this year. Uh, there we are, just talk so much more about Star Trek uh, than Star, Star, Trek, Wars, than Star Wars. And obviously with a lot more. With a, with a lot more enthusiasm. Well, because we don't get to talk about Star Trek, you know, we're on the show very it. often, you know. We're going to get it from, like, <laughs> nobody cares. But Come at me, it. bro. Um, okay. Um, Kapla. Uh, coming in 2024 for Star Trek, um, the final season of Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. which, Brian, you're a big fan. We've talked about this a bunch I of the shows. I, I need think need it's a up. shame that it, that that's ending, but... Um, I think it's just a wonderful show with a, a really interesting storyline and wonderful characters. And um, we wouldn't have any of the things we, we just discussed without Discovery. Yeah, it's true. It, it really is. It's, it's the new blueprint. Very much so. Yeah. We wouldn't have any Strange New Worlds, obviously, because those characters spun out of it. But there yeah. um, Trek came back to television with Discovery. So, anyway. so put some respect on it. Um, put some respect on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, then also next year, uh, Prodigy season two. I think it mm. found a new home somewhere else. Uh, that's yeah. the animated Star uh, Trek, the other animated Star Trek. The other kids, ones. You know, uh, Chicote. So yeah, and every, it? every, it's like Paramount, <laughs> the home of Star Trek. Yeah. Except that one except Star Trek. Except that one, one thing. Except the one we made for the kids that can't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Except for that one, the we Zaslav, that one. But, um, <laughs> that Netflix one got going to take it. Yeah. Sure. Great. For a million dollars more than in this incestuous know. streaming platform banquet yeah. that's going on. Oh, right. don't even get me started. Okay. I, it's not the general grievances. Like, we do not kinda, have time. You know, we don't have the discuss. time. Okay. I kind of want to get them started. <laughs> no. Get me started later. Anyway. Uh, okay. All right. So we are talking about the future of Star live. Trek. Very excited. Moving right along. Next on the list. Let's keep the franchise machines going and blast mm. off to the worlds of capes and flyings. People in laser eyes and superhero <laughs> shit. What, what is that character? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to buzz through quickly. I, I, I like it. So we don't have to talk too much about this because we did talk a little bit about this last week. Uh, but Marvel. Talk about Marvel Phase 5. Uh, this year there was Ant-Man and Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, The Marvels, Loki, of course, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, forgot. You, you forgot one. Which one? Morbius? Morbius. No, Did that come out no, this year? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was like two years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> another another Disney Plus show. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. Oh, Secret she Wars? Hulk? <laughs> she uh, no, uh, no, I mean, That's not even the name of it. What was it? Uh, yeah. Secret Evasion. Yeah. There we go. Awful. Was She-Hulk this year? No. no. She-Hulk. <laughs> Last year. She-Hulk was not this year. Uh, well, no let, let's start off with that. Let me just tell you right now, because I just want to get it off my chest. Secret Invasion was the was horrible. worst. The worst. The worst. The worst. I, mean, I know we like to keep things positive, but I, I, there's just no defending it. That that whole series, I can't believe. I and we don't need thing. to lay. We don't need to lay into it. I think we're all just in agreement. We Moving do not on. enjoy it. Moving on. Uh, Ant Man, Quantum Media. Quick thoughts. Uh, okay. Don't really remember a lot of it. You know, I I, I kind of wish I would have watched it when it came out in Disney Plus instead of spending money on it in a theater. And that's yeah, 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 yeah. Bill Murray was in it. Yeah, um, I, I had a good time. Good. I like William Jackson Harper was in it. I like it. I do love William Jackson Harper. Yep. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy three, volume three, fun, good, good. Surprisingly, a lot of fun. Loved it more than I thought. It's, it's great so movie. much fun in that. Yeah. 
great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, the Marvels you talked about last the last episode. Uh, but we love the Marvels. Love, we love, love it. Marvels. Love the Marvels. Love um, we talked about Loki. Loki. We t- we talked about Loki. Fantastic. I, I, I believe I we uh we we raved about Loki. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll end on Marvel on a very positive note, and I'll just say this is one of my favorite movies of the year. Movie soundtrack. Yeah, it's on my list. Spider Man, Cross the Spider Verse. Amazing, just amazing, incredible. so good. One of my my favorite movie of the year. Like, like could very well be. Like, yeah, I get that. I, it's definitely like one of it's in my top five for the year, hands yeah. down. It's my favorite superhero of the movie, a superhero movie of the year, hands. Down, oh, hands obviously. down, hands down. I mean, the ending alone, I have not, like, the last yeah. time I've, I've been in a theater where it had, like, a cliffhanger cliff ending And I like was, that. like, I came out of it, like, buzzing. Yeah, buzzing. I, sh- like, I shouted, wow. I shouted at the screen out loud. That's the thing, too, was... is that I was, I was in a theater. <laughs> I was with some friends who didn't know that there was a part two mm. to it as well. And so I, I think some part of me knowing that there was a part two kind of anticipated, like, a cliffhanger of some sort. My friends just started screaming at the screen. <laughs> Oh yeah, same. So did they I. Were so they were so angry. mad. They're like, "We spent three hours here." Yeah. <laughs> well, how dare they end it? Because I, I would have sat there like for another three hours, more hours. I didn't yeah. know it was, it was cliffhanger. Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. Nah, I'm gonna do my own thing. But you know what that movie is? It's, it's got obviously the insane action sequence in um with with. Miguel O'Hara mm. with all of the spider people and everything else. You, you know, chasing after him. About. There's yeah. that. And it's just uh, absurd and obscene. But then there are also, and you're like, animation can do this. Wow. But then there's also like the, the scene, the upside down scene where Gwen and Miles are talking. And the yeah. only way you really know it's upside down after a while is because your ponytail yeah, cause is the, sticking the up in the air. Gravity is doing its thing. And I've never seen a thing like that before. And it's so understated for a movie. Just beautiful and and simple is the wrong word, but just, you know, just understated. Yeah. For a a movie like this, it's just, it's like, "Mm, that was just so. It's it's delicious. Yeah. Take that and leaning into the Miles relationship with his mom in this one, the way they really leaned into his relationship with his dad in the first one. And it's just, oh. Yeah. It's a big, it's a heartbreaking, big bucket of. Gwen, wow. Gwen Stacy and her dad. I mean, all that. Oh my emotion. god! Got me. Yeah, and, and then, then and then boom. There's Donald Glover. And then and there's, there's Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Oh my gosh! And then the, the, the also the cliffhanger that like they're bringing like the band back together from the first episode. Mm. The band metaphor in general. I mean, it's like layers on layers on layers. What a what a movie! Just I, man, the best man of the best. Who you're, you can't say Miles or you can't say Miles, but who's your favorite? Uh, spider person, you know, and all of the, that they introduce. I think I have to go with spider punk. That feels obvious, but I have to yeah. go with spider punk. He's really good. The yeah, way, he, the way that they animated that character is genuinely fascinating to watch. Yeah. I still like, uh, Peter J Parker. Cause I feel like I, I just, uh, yeah, I, 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 I uh, connect Oh my God. All the baby stuff, all the baby stuff is phenomenal. Yeah, you have a lot in common. I have a lot in common with, uh, and you have Peter not a lot, a lot, not in common with him. I say, I say he has a lot in common with you. Yeah, no, we, we got a whole vibe. I was him for Halloween. Actually, we never talked about our Halloween, but I was, I was that Spider-Man for Halloween. So uh, I was almost that spy. I was almost that for Halloween. Actually. How were you that? Cause it would be fun. Oh, you're not Spider-Gwen or so. Well, I guess that's a little reductive, isn't it? 
Because it's also cozier to be <laughs> to be Peter J. Parker. But let yeah, me tell you. True. Yeah, let me tell you, though, like, if you're going to wear a Spider-Man costume on Halloween, wear the one that you can wear the sweatpants with. You can wear it with sweatpants and an overcoat. That's the way to go. Don't have to tell me twice. It's also the only one that's going to fit. Well, I I, I could go. Kingpin can wear sweatpants, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Vanessa. All right, let's move it on. Told Vanessa. To the other side of the fence. Yes, I want to buy that painting. DC, which did not have a uh, great Mm. year. Mm. Uh, Shazam, mm. Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman and the Last Kingdom comes out soon, I think. Some yep. not so great animated movies, but the big news of the year is the whole shakeup. Um, James Gunn now being a, a co-CEO of DC. And we resetting. have a new, 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 new Superman. A new, new, new Superman. The newest of the Supermans. Yes. Um, but I, I am very excited for the Superman Legacy casting. I think everybody I think so. looks amazing. They got the marvelous Miss Maisel as Lois Lane. Yeah, incredible. That's uh, great casting. casting right there. Yeah, I like Nicol- Nicol- Nicholas Holt as as Lex Luthor. I think is is interesting. That's a good one. Is, that's a good that's, one. That's I'm surprised by how uh, happy I am about that. He's. I think. I just think he's so talented. Agreed. <laughs> I just think that Nicholas Holt is. Hey, he's people love him. He's going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. The beast. Um. Yeah, so I think uh, the future is bright, maybe, or or a little brighter at least. Brighter, brighter. Um, yes. I, I don't. I don't know how smart it was to announce we're wiping the slate clean and here's all these new pro- projects. <laughs> but oh, but we're still re- pretty much burning off the ones we already have, and it's like. But al- but also here's the Flash and and the new Aquaman movie and well Jason Momoa is out promoting that movie now and he's pretty much like I'm not going to be Aquaman anymore so he's just like, having so... he's just having the time of his he's yeah. having the time of his life right now like I don't know and from man. what I, I didn't see Blue Beetle but from what somebody uh, a friend said they they saw it and they th- they said it was great but mm-hmm. uh, which I I can imagine but I none even quality doesn't even matter I feel like they didn't give any of these uh, a chance. Yeah. At all. Yeah, well, after well, Blue Beetle came out during the that writers and actress strike, you know? Yeah. Um, um so that didn't help things. And and the I mean, I just I, I did see the flash and I really just did not care for the flash. The flash was not. Oh, same. I, I watched it at home and uh regretted every second that I was watching it. But that's not I'm defending the flash. I'm not defending the flash. But it, it, it's crazy that the flash is like the biggest bomb in the history of like movies. And it's like it's not like worthy of the biggest bomb, but it's also not the best movie ever. Is it no. the biggest bomb ever? I mean, a lot of horrible choices, horrible choices. But uh, I don't know. In yeah. a better DC universe, that movie would have been fine. Like that's the thing too. It's such an iconic storyline. Yeah, Every, oh. actors aside, personal things aside, like if it had nothing Correct. else going for it, like it might have been in another universe per se. I, a movie. I, I don't know. I, I see what was, you did there. I thought there were a lot, a lot of very tasteless choices made um, for the sake of 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 I don't know what that. Yeah, I know. mean, we should just call it out. I mean, the worlds colliding was probably the worst bit of pandering in the history of movies. The, I mean, Sweet just, Lord, yes. I, I mean, horrible, the, and also the worst CGI I've ever seen. I don't know. Horrible. To, to the yeah. point where I, I mean, I don't, I don't feel bad. Maybe I should, but I don't bagging on it for for something like including. Putting George Reeves in that, the, yeah. the Superman from television, 
was an incredibly, it was an incredibly poor taste. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you know the history, his history and everything else, it's what is wrong with you? In what but world did you think that was smart, you know, or and, and, kind? And, and in light of the personal issues with that, just like, but so short sighted just to cherry pick those pieces of media for this, you know? Yeah. Like, like they just were like, Adam West, Batman, George Reeves, Superman. Like, they're all in the same universe. And it's like, are they? <laughs> like, that's kind of no. crazy. Yeah, like, they could have. And if they're going to do horrible CGI, like, re- like, bring in Nick Cage to fight this movie scene that nobody, like, maybe 1% of the internet knows about. Like, you know, that's this stupid yeah. scene. They could have recreated, like, iconic move, uh, moments from the comics. And that yeah. would have been a lot cooler. Because we've been like, oh, look at these, look, there's Superman fighting Doomsday. There's the Flash doing this. It's like that, and, and alluding to what could come, but man, just awful. Uh, awful. Nah. I don't know. I I really I, I really don't want to bag on it because I'm sure some somewhere that is somebody that is that is somebody's favorite, and that is somebody's special thing and their comfort thing. And you know what? Great. It's like there's great go, moments in go, that movie. Go for yeah. it. Don't um, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's not worthy of the biggest flop but ever. I, no, you know? nothing this year was the biggest flop ever. <laughs> Um, no. So what I'm just gonna say, just keep it. It's it's not for me. It wasn't for me, and nope. and leave it there. And, and that's the Flash. Well, Look for my two and a half uh, dissection of that movie. There, were, there was a, there was a lot of a lot more I enjoyed about Shazam too. Like the uh, the three yeah. villains, uh, Lucy Liu, Helen Mirren, and Rachel Zegler. I I like yeah. them a lot. There you go. That was that was uh, there. There were some really fun moments in uh, in Shazam, uh, and Zachary Levi was the the least enjoyable part of all of it, which is you know. Oh, yeah. here's this feud reignited. <laughs> <laughs> all right, those uh, those other superheroes over in the Amazon universe. Uh, just I think they're honorable mentions this year because uh, yeah. I, I enjoy these shows. I don't know if you guys too uh, do too. I do. The boys. The boys, yeah, universe. the boys universe. The boys, the yeah. boys didn't come out this year, but the boys universe uh, with with Gen V, Gen V, um, which I which I didn't watch yet. Um, oh, it's, but it's going great. to. Yeah, I think I, I think part of my thing with the boys is by the end of season three last year, I think I was starting to get a little um, feeling a little lackluster about the bit of it all, you know, yeah. about, you know, the, the darkness of it. And I think a lot of the Gen V stuff, I think, uh, reignited my appreciation for a lot nice. of that. Yeah. Cause you love so. those little teen dramas. I love you a college AU. Yeah, yeah, I love Starfleet a Academy. Co- this is, that's the theme yeah. of this episode is Caitlin <laughs> loves a college AU. Love it. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Love all that stuff. Also, we mentioned this last week and Caitlin, I think you were also said you were a fan, but invincible. Yeah. Um, which I'm a huge fan of uh, the image comics by Robert Kirkman turned into an animated series. There's two seasons right now. They're in the middle of their second season. Um, but this show, I feel like you watch one episode and you're like, you're kind of hooked. Like yeah. there's some, Agreed. obviously were some rough scenes, but if you like the real world <sighs> interpretation of superheroes and what they would really be like and what their psyches, psyches would be like, um, that's a good one. That's a good With one. some gorgeous animation, some gorgeous animation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you heard it here first, Brian. Yeah. Invincible. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard this nowhere else. <laughs> Great. Nowhere else. No one else has told um, him. You should watch this. <laughs> and uh, not, no, no one, no one is as many times as Matt Romano. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And for all of these uh, Marvel, DC, Amazon, 2024 is looking fun. Marvel on TV, maybe Echo. Well, yeah, definitely Echo. X-Men. Definitely Echo. Maybe X Men '97. Excited for that. The continuation yeah. of the X Men animated series. Yeah, pretty hot. Good stuff. On the movie side, Madam Web. 
Boo. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what's what's the line? There's two times I've seen that in the theater yeah. now. It's like and, and he people, knew my mother when he was researching uh, spiders in the Amazon. It was like he killed, my mother died right after she was looking up spiders in the Amazon. <laughs> Something like that. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. Every I'm, I'm every sorry, that was the I'm gonna be has so gotten laughs throughout and then I'm, at the I'm end. I'm gonna be so toxic about this movie. I'm gonna be so toxic about this movie. <laughs> I, I mean, having said that, I wish I was in it. <laughs> we should make a broken I mean, promise yeah. right now that we're gonna go see that and do a whole episode on Madam Web. Only if you oh. pay for my ticket. Okay. I don't think Maybe. I could be nice about it. But oh man! Yeah, I'll no, try. we we, right. we can't podcast together because we. I I guarantee you, I can't. I won't be able to be nice about okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Madam Web, uh, Thunderbolts. Maybe it's man, on the yeah. list, but that's For, like yeah. the twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's on the list. I don't know. Probably not. What but list? that's the one. I don't know. I saw a list. The somewhere. internet list. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, Thunderbolts. This oh is the God. General Ross's like this you know Suicide Squad of Marvel Universe sort of thing. Yeah. Cool. Um, moving on. Uh, Deadpool no 3. Deadpool 3. <laughs> Excited for this one. This it's gonna one. going to be good. There's been a lot of leaks. I might have seen a few spoilery photos. Um, but this I mean, it's also, uh, I mean, the, the, the X-Men and, and all X-Men, that stuff, so. Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman. Very excited for that Heard one. Of yeah. Heard of him. Heard of him. Heard of him. Yeah. Heard of Wolverine. DC Joker Faleado. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how you say it. Um, the second Joker. Yeah, whatever. We all know about that mm-hmm. one. Um, Amazon, The Boys season four, Invincible season two, part two. Um, yep. That's 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 it. Um, so that's all the superheroes and stuff. But I think like it's a very light year looking at next year due to the strike. And also, like we talked about, the oversaturation of superheroes and maybe a thinning out of the herd. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, all right. Moving on to the next one. Um, Brian, do you want to get nuts? Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Come on, let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Let's dive into all the other random TV and movies we enjoyed this year. There's a lot of them, so we'll try to go quick. This is like, consider this the lightning round of Mm. our uh, recap of the year. Okay, Um, just to give you a little refresher of some of the shows that dropped. We'll start with TV. Um, Succession, The Last of Us, Ted Lasso, The Fall of the House of Usher, Beef, Silo, Jury Duty, The Curse, for all mankind, a bunch of others. Some of those are still going bunch on. Stuff. I will say. Uh, I also have to shout out shrinking. Oh, uh, shrinking! One Harrison Ford. Favorite, one of my favorite things of the year. Uh, Fellow yep. travelers. Still yes. in its, its current season. Fantastic. Uh, new season of Yellow Jackets. Uh, and then, have you guys watched uh, Monarch on Apple? Because it's fantastic. Not yet. That's but that's the kaiju um, uh, King the, Kong the, Godzilla yeah, the, show. Yeah, that's the Godzilla Legacy of Monsters. Fantastic. A couple of my friends love this thing called Deadlock. Have you ever heard uh, of that? I, heard, I have not watched it, but I know I of it. Amazon. Also, the Bear. They, oh, mm-hmm. the Bear season two. The new season of the Bear. Oh, how did I leave the Bear off this list? That, the Bear. We uh-huh. love that. that was one that I, I everyone had been raving about, but you specifically have raved about it on this yes. show, Matt Romano. I have. I spent and a lot of time talking about the bear. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. I ended up. I, it, one of those things where I, it had been so long since I left off with season one. I just started the whole thing over. Yeah. And loved season one. And I'm like, well, this is great. Everyone's like, just get through one so you can get to two. I'm like, well, what's to get through? It was great. And then I did season two, and I couldn't even breathe. That was probably the yeah. most amazing television I've, I've seen this entire year. That was absolutely yep. senses at the ready. Balls out, f- my ass, 
dynamite. I, I would I would full heartedly agree. And also having watched season one and two back to back, I'm like I'm curious to hear your thoughts about how like there's a there's a tone shift a little bit in season two where it gets almost a little mm. more hopeful and a little yeah. more like Ted Lasso esque, where in the sense that you start rooting for everybody in spite of their problems, you know, like there's Started like a, rooting for one character I never thought I would. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all absolutely. the same yeah. one that we, and, we uh, all yeah, were suddenly yeah, yeah. And that, <laughs> that episode, um, and the Seven Fishes episode is brilliant. Uh, it's still like, one of the, I have never been more stressed in my life than I was. That's like literally my childhood. It's that like a, episode. A, it's a brilliant, <laughs> oh like, three hour movie in one episode. But yeah. it's, oh. it wouldn't be my favorite. My favorite would be the, the Forks, the one after it. That would, yeah, be, forks. That would be the favorite. I, I yeah. didn't see it coming. And That's the great. payoffs just, oh, 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 Jeremy Allen White also, let me tell you something. Fantastic. What's about man crushes? Like he just does that hair thing with the apron and he yells and holds yeah. a knife. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, look, what, I was yes, a, uh, <laughs> when, uh, when Shameless came out and he was playing Lip, that was a, that was a big crush of mine early yeah. on in life. Oh, I can, so. oh of he's course, phenomenal. Of course it was. Yeah. No, yeah. It's like yeah. Ev- pretty much every woman I know. Has to like, was kind like of was sees, like- a, sees a picture of him. It's like a thing with his tattoos and, and everything else, and is and they have to just pause for a minute. I'm like, yep, let's give him, yep. let's give you that minute. It's Respect. like I get it, I completely get it. It's like in no yeah. part of me is jealous, mad, anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty much there with you. I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do have to. I do have to. Um, you you did mention it in the uh, in your in your list there, but I do have to give a specific uh, shout out to Fall of the House of Usher. Yes, um, that that show put me on the floor. Um, yeah. I love Mike Flanagan. I think I think we're all Flanagan fans here. And Brian, I'm a Flanagan you, head hands. Brian, yeah, absolutely, you. you Make my skin crawl with that answer. <laughs> How are you not? He's like, he's like, he's like, sh- he's like shaking his head right now, like ro- giving me like a rueful <laughs> kind of smirk. No, but I, I hear you, Kevin. I, I get, I, 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 I get so I excited that you, for his I know stuff. that you are. I think that's, I think that's great. Yeah. A lot of people are. I think that's, yeah. I think that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Incredible cast awesome. in that show. Incredible I mean, cast. there always is a great cast in, in his shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, you had uh, Mary McDonald. Come on, yeah. Some of the, the the deaths in that in that series are some of the most creative I've seen in mm-hmm. quite a while. So the one you mentioned, Matt, that was really phenomenal to me, and I think I watched it all in one day. Was was Beef? Beef yeah, is amazing. Beef. Beef I never is finished Beef. Um, I thought I thought those two anchor performances in Beef were phenomenal. Mm. Beef was a was a breath of fresh air, not expected. You know, it was um, a breath of fresh of, beef. <laughs> fresh beef, uh, but also I mean, Succession was amazing. Um, Final yeah. season. Final yeah. season. It was Shout out. Last of Us. Pedro. Great. Silo. Silo shocked me. I loved it. <laughs> See, I added Silo to the list and I haven't watched Silo, but I've only heard amazing things about Silo. I, I was genuinely surprised by how much I loved it. It was great. Okay. Slow burn. It's good to know. Good all to know that through. you said that. Um, I threw for, for All Mankind on the list because I'm in love with this show. Uh, I need to catch up. I still haven't finished the latest season, but uh, this show is like a slow burn. But like, yeah. I just find that I love alternate history shows. I just find mm-hmm. it like incredibly fascinating. I, I didn't know you were in. You both were into this. I have never watched it ever. Oh, it's so good. That's it's great. like I, sh- I you, should get into it. I guess you should. You got to plow through some episodes. I mean, there's just it's like a season lot, one is you know? like really slow builds. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I, I know is like that the old chestnut. 
disclaimer. Yeah, the old, <laughs> just get yeah. through yeah. it get to through this season point. Seasons one. one through seven suck. But you get but. to see, the 50th episode of season eight, though. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's good. It's good. It's, uh, Galen's telling you, too. It's worth yeah. it. I, no, I, I, I agree. It's Ronald D. Moore, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I yes. mean. Yeah. Well, and and, and here's the thing, not even a, not even a spoiler for the show, but the show like, you know, tells the history of um, space travel as if the Russians beat Americans yeah. to the moon. Yeah, I know that so every much, yeah. every deck, every season is a different decade and it shows you how we advance. So it's getting to the point where eventually maybe one or two seasons, it'll advance past our time. And that's yeah. actually what I'm most curious for, because I, I want to see like how the technology advances, like I or if they do like a 10 year jump, a 20 year jump, a hundred year jump. Cause like once they get past the current time, they could just like do whatever they want. Like, yeah. So I don't it's, know. It's, it's excited show. off into it, into another timeline. We don't need all of this. Interconnected I, stuff. I want them to end up like in strange new into, worlds. Like, like another, they fall a, through the world fourth, between worlds. And they're like, Hey, we're on Star Trek. Just another yeah. one. Just keep it separate. <laughs> uh, Brian, are you watching Brian? Are you watching the Buccaneers? I don't know what that is. So I'm going to guess. No. What is that? <laughs> Great. It's uh, it's uh, very um, as I fully forget the name of the Shonda Rhimes Netflix uh, uh, period drama series. Oh, Bridgerton. Yes, it's it, so it's, it's connected it's, to Bridgerton. No, but it's it's this basically like it's similar concept, similar time, um, and it's American young American women in the Gilded Age of New York going over to London and going through like the, you know, the, the, the times dating process basically and, and falling in love with Lords and there's love triangles and, and complicated histories. And it's great. And I think you'd like it. I, lo- I love how you particularly knew which one of, of us would be yes. into that more. Yeah. Yes. I, okay. I, um, I really, Matt, you mentioned it, but I was, I know, I know it was this year cause I just watched the latest episode today of, uh, the curse, yes. which is Nathan Fielder leveling up yet again. Um, <laughs> and he's just taking what he does to a new level. And if you like Emma Stone, it's just, wow. Yeah. I've only watched the first two, so I have to keep going, but it's what it's, it's, it's incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. I love Emma Stone. I love I've him. I've been putting it off specifically because I know yeah. that's the whole point and I haven't been in the mood <laughs> to be made uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> yes. And, and no matter how you feel after the first episode, just know it gets so much worse. Yeah. See, everyone um, tells me that if you can get through the first one, you're, you're golden. No, no, not oh, necessarily. Okay. It's, okay. um, it, it continues to be door city over here. Oh, Door City over here. Uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> All right. So before we move on out of TVs into movies, uh, I know a show you guys both want to talk about. Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. See, I, I, I love Doctor the idea of Doctor Who. I love the music. I love David Tennant. Never got into it. Wish I could. Too much. The barrier Let's, to entry is enormous. <laughs> so it's not just David Tennant. Well, actually, it's not. It's There are a couple of, diff- of good entry points, but... The barrier of entry point for Matt Romano is inaccessible. I will say that. Ah, um, okay. But okay. say it's like either start with Rose, Eleventh Hour, or I think you can probably start with uh, Shooty Gatwa's new season. You'd be fine. Yeah. But oh, um, it was. It's always wonderful. Regenerations are always interesting, and as they say on the show, it's you know things end and they're always sad, but then things begin and it's always happy, and that's and it's great. 
the really the real nature of the show. And sometimes but, endings can be happy too. And I think that's what these. I think we're we're specifically referring to the three uh, specials that came out here, the hour long specials. Yeah. Um, and we texted and, about it, Kayla, because I didn't yeah. realize that. Um, that I guess I didn't realize that you were that much of a fan at all. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I I will say I uh, joined into. I did was not raised with it. I joined once uh, Eleven came on board. Mm-hmm. Um, I was of that of that ilk, and then went back as soon as I realized. Oh, this is this is really fun, and watched nine and ten, and I've seen quite a few of the the classic episodes as well. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's it's a fantastic series full of of you know, hope and, and how everyone is important, uh, no matter who you are, where you come from. And, uh, the new doctor casting, I mean, I don't know if you ever watched sex education, uh, Brian, but no, I, I've only, I only know Shudi Gatwa from uh, a couple scenes I've seen from sex education and now Barbie. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Very so, good. And the little bit we got, I mean, also is say that these three specials are celebrating 60, 60 years of Doctor Who. And similar to you, Caitlin, I didn't grow up with it either. I came upon it later in life, really around uh, the end of season three when it was on. Um, okay. So when, so when 10 was like really kicking into gear. Yeah, it was hit. It was yeah. um, the first ever episode I saw. I was shown a um, one from Christopher Eccleston, but the first one I remember being like, what is this? Was um, the episode, the last of the time Lords from season three. With oh, Mar- it was Martha Jones. That's um, but so then, good. And I went from casual fan to mega fan in the Matt Smith, Matt Smith's first season. And yeah. then needed everything. But having Karen David Gillen, Tennant back. Oh, 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 Lord. That yeah. season is insane. It's great. Having Murray Gold back with the big bombastic theme music is, yeah. is wonderful. And already Shudi Gatwa as the 15th Doctor looks completely different, but also really wonderful. And really familiar. And I think, I think I, when I was texting you during all of this, I was like, is this just like the doctor who's finally going to realize maybe I should be nice to myself sometimes? Like, you know, maybe, maybe like self love is, is okay. We'll, I don't we'll have see. to hate myself. We'll see if that lasts. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, but I'm, I'm very, very excited uh, to, to see what comes next with that. And I think we all are. Well, I, I have to ask Caitlin, do you have a favorite doctor? I mean, I have to go with Eleven. He was my he was my OG. Um, yeah, just like yep. you know, which the, one's he? Which one's Eleven? That's Matt Smith. It's Matt Smith. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the you can't you can't go wrong with a fez. You know all oh, that good stuff. He wears a fez now. Fezes are cool. Mm. Yeah, fezes uh, are cool. Do you have a favorite companion, Caitlin? It's a, a mix between uh, a pond and and Donna. Um, who, so just having, having, uh, Catherine Tate back was just like phenomenal. I, I, I'm kind of really partial to Clara, I think. I'd say like Clara. Um, I, I mean, I, I love Amy Pond as well. There, there aren't any that I dislike. And if I'm looking right. at classics, it's, you can't really beat Sarah Jane. Um, but it's hard with doctors. It's, it's always kind of a three-way tie between 10, 11, 12 for me because I get it. 10 and 11 are just, that's where I became a super fan, but the fireworks that Peter Capaldi can brings to that part and some of his arias, and it's like you want heartbreak and and emotion and pathos, 
look for all three of them. But if you want, like, to get your heart broken, you go with David Tennant. You want soaring, defiant speeches to the heavens, go with Matt Smith. And if you want these arias that just pick apart every little dramatic moment in a situation, you go with Capaldi. And it's he is, I think, incredibly underappreciated. I would agree with that. I like Jodie Whittaker a lot too. I thought she was wonderful yes. in the part. So it's 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 very hard. So yeah, <laughs> all of tough them, to pick your favorites. Answer. Yeah, tough it is. Pick. It is. And and I mean, Tom Baker is great. How do you how do you, how do you pick? How do you pick? A year in the life, decades and decades. <laughs> well, speaking of picking favorites, let's move on out of TV. Let's do um, it. Let's do it. I mean, uh, uh, who knows what's coming out next year? But it'll TV. It'll always be there. Um, but to the movies. <laughs> Unless David Zaslav has his way. <laughs> Unless Zaslav has his way with it. And he signs it all off to someone else. Um, but uh, but yeah, the movies where, what does Nicole Kidman say? Where you go to... Where you, it feels good to get your heart broken in a place yeah, like this. there you Not go. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn together. That's I wouldn't it. know. I'm, I'm a regal man. <laughs> we, I'm a regal girl. We have our, we have our advertisement with the quotes... And we no, love I, it. We love it. We actually, we don't. They uh, they got rid of it right as we were starting to love it, ironically. I'm an Alamo draft house. You, you're a, you have a draft house, Matt? I'm a draft house guy. Oh, I'm always draft house. Ooh, oh, you're rich for my blood. Yeah, born oh, and raised. Uh, you got, you, you're living the, living large. Living yeah, the Vita Loca, my friends. Here. King in the yep. castle. <laughs> King of the castle. King, King of in the, the castle. castle. King in the castle. I have a chair. I have a chair. Movies this year. Barbie, Oppenheimer, Indiana Jones, Five Nights at Freddy's, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, The Creator, Good Burger 2, Killers of the Flower Moon, No Hard Feelings, Asteroid City, Ooh. Rebel Moon Part 1. And I will, also, I will also <laughs> add on to this because I have my, my list here. I will add uh, Priscilla. Oh, okay. Uh, fantastic. Yes. yes. Saltburn, fantastic. Yes. Uh, Quiz Lady, amazing. The Hulu, that's on the Hulu, I believe. Hulu, right? yep. yes. Uh, and then uh, some stuff that I think is coming out this year that I still want to see. Uh, Iron Claw. Oh, Who yes. The wrestling that one. Yep, yep. Anyone with our, but you. With the bear, our good looking guy. With the bear. Yeah. With uh, Jeremy Allen Way. Uh, anyone <laughs> but you, uh, with my beloved Glenn Powell. Uh, the Color Purple. I still haven't seen Poor Things. Have you guys seen Poor Things? No, but that's also Emma Stone. I want to see that very much, I was right? supposed yeah. to have seen it. I'll say that. Except um, if I wasn't uh, restricted to my house this week, I would have seen it. Yeah, There you go. <laughs> so I love it. So my earliest as soon as I can. Yeah. But yeah, what's what's everyone's favorite movie of the year? Ooh. Oh, of the year. Of- this is a hard one. I think. I mean, I think I might just have to say Barbie. I have to say Barbie. I put I a lot Barbie's of thought into it. I think Barbie's going to stand out. Yep. I have to say Barbie. At first, I thought the real world was run by men. And then there was a minute where I thought it was run by horses. But then I realized that horses are just men extenders. Yeah, I think Barbie is the movie of the year for me. Yep. Brian? Yep. I, I recently um, rewatched Barbie with, with uh, some people that hadn't seen it. And that was the third time seeing it, the first time out of the theaters. And I had a really good time watching it again. It's wonderful how rewatchable that movie is. Yeah. Um, it's got yes. some great lines. Yeah. In terms of favorite, I mean, I've got over on my letterbox, I have a growing list of my favorite releases from 2023. <laughs> and there were a lot. Bottoms <laughs> was great. The Holdovers was great. Bottoms. Um, Kate Mutiny Court Martial 
through. I, it's really, it's very small and contained, but Kiefer Sutherland blew me away in that. Um, I loved Asteroid City. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Dream Scenario um, was phenomenal. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon was incredibly powerful. There are a couple of yeah, images in there that, one. that yep. are just will really stay with you. And Scorsese obviously knows what he's doing. But the one recently, the 2023 release that came out of nowhere for me, and the fact that I didn't even know this was a thing until the, a couple of days before, and then a friend was randomly in town off of tour and said, "Let's go and see this." Is Godzilla minus one? Yeah, everybody's. I got, really need to see that. Yeah, everybody wants to. I, I don't see that. care really about Godzilla, or I guess I thought I didn't. And it's not like I, you, and Caitlin, you especially know that I'm more of a King Kong type of person. I do. And America, but this America. well, King Kong. well, I mean, really, because <laughs> thirty three King Kong, and then the King yeah, yeah, I got, I, you. I, I, got I, you. I adore yeah, the Peter Jackson, King correct, Kong, the Peter Jackson Kong. But this. Godzilla, this was, and I, when I saw this, I had never seen the very original Godzilla. Um, I'd, I'd seen really the American remakes and everything else. So it wasn't really fair for me to make that assessment. But I watched this and I said, oh, okay, that's what this is. It's not only the human story was for the first time ever as interesting, if not more so than anything else. It was unbelievable. The, the drama and the story and the and the acting and everything else in this movie was unreal, and then it, it's also an impeccably made um, monster movie at the same time. I cannot mm. I cannot over praise this thing enough. It, it was and then I came home and and watched the very original Godzilla. I'm like, oh okay, I get it. That's it's kind of brilliant, isn't it? Um, so as a companion to that, really, it, it's just I can't recommend it highly enough. It blew me away. It, it, it was like, where? Did, what is this? Where did this come from? And it's related to our podcast as well because in an interview, the director of it has said he wants – he would love to do a Star Wars. He would love to be yeah, involved I saw in Star that. Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow, give him a key and give him a bu- unlimited budget. Let him do what he wants. All right, and I gotta I am see this. Quite sure you will see this movie, and you will you will say the same thing. He, oh, he, I've I've he heard nothing but amazing things. Knocked my my cozy snowman socks off. <laughs> amazing. All right, well, the movies, the movies of twenty twenty three. Okay, the movies, the movies. I love Rated the movies. R. We went really fast through the movies, but I think Our we get girl. it. You know, <laughs> Agent Zero, Agent Zero. <laughs> okay. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you selected? <laughs> All right. But yeah, the movie is in 2024. Lots to look forward to. Uh, Dune 2, Ghostbusters Frozen yeah, Empire. Dune. <laughs> Dune. Uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Furiosa, a Mad Max story. The Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling yeah, and Emily Blunt. We love them. That looks great. Gladiator 2, Beetlejuice 2, Civil War. Civil War looks so Yikes. good. Well, we all know Yo. that Brian is uh, an A24 Bitch, basic bitch. A20 whore. <laughs> so that, <laughs> but that movie looks terrifying and, and it comes out like in March during I'm election so year. I'm so excited for Perfect. it. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. great timing. Great yeah. timing. I will be great. going for Kirsten Dunst, not the election. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, always Kirsten Dunst. What does that I'm even mean? For, <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for Ghostbusters, uh, Frozen Are Empire. You? I am. I am. I'm glad for you. 
I like the Ghostbusters. I like it. It looks a little, it keeps, they keep making, making it Force Awakens, don't they? You know what? You know what? I don't care. Put the car on the road and let it spin around and put the, I'm I'm fine. Okay. uh, Okay. Fair. Fair. I hadn't thought of it from that point of perspective. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Again, this is, if, if you, that's all I needed to hear. It means all I need. Honestly, it's important to me. You know what? They put all the toys back on the, the, the firehouse. They got the, the car. You know, Paul Rudd, done. I'm in. That's enough for they me. The firehouse back, the toys, the car, Paul Rudd, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Movie right. of the year. Okay. You heard it here first. Well, no, Dune 2 is, is going to be is the one I'm looking forward to the most. And listener East Bay Ray, I think, agrees with me on that. And he Big wants fan. he wants us to do a Bryfrost episode where we all discuss Dune Part 2. And I, oh my. I messaged him back and said, I think I'm the only one of the three of us that cares about Dune Part 2. I, I like <laughs> Dune 1. You know, I'm not reading the books. You like, all know. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if you get very far. It's a, well, that's a, that book is a, a To hefty say the least, I will change. not be seeing, uh, to say I will not be seeing Dune Part 2 in theaters. Why did no, you have to yeah, say yeah, that yeah. like you were pushing your glasses up like that? <laughs> All right, and then TV shows in 2024. I don't know the Penguin on HBO Max. Who knows? God knows. Give me more Yellow Jackets. Is that the prequel? The prequel to March of the Penguin. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, But the the TV shows seem to be like also very much in flux because of the strikes. So who knows what's coming out next year? But we'll we'll be we'll be watching. We'll be Um, yeah. Uh, Moving on. Okay, so that's it. 2023, that's the movies, TVs, all that stuff. Oh, wait, there's, just one, about- there's one important one that I have to get, get Oh, in is that what I miss? What did I um, miss? The Great British Baking Show. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, awesome. I believe you. I believe you. That's good. It's a great show. You're right. It's a we great didn't show. have reality shows it's a great show. listed here, but uh, but I, I believe it. Okay. I just, um, just ruined your flow. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> No, well, I was going to ask for other things, Brian, the and you could have easily said. The last said, week and a half, it's all I've been watching. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good well, advice. all right. So what other stuff this year? I know we also touched upon this last year, but going, let's just leave this as a general open segment for you to tell us what we missed from this year, what you're looking forward to uh, for next year. Great British baking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Great. looking forward to forcing. Uh, I'm looking forward to forcing both my parents to watch uh, Barbie over the holidays. Neither oh, of them nice. have seen it, and I'm going to uh, introduce that that magic to them. So teach I'm them some that. important themes. Teach them some things. Yeah, real talk. awesome. Some real folks. Real talk with real folks. Some real folks. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I said this last week, but yeah, I, I had a pretty basic uh, year. Playing a lot of Zelda. Loved all these shows, these movies. You know, life barrels on, my friends, you know? It keeps going, y'all. keeps going. And yet we're still here. All right, well, that'll do it for the main discussion. Uh, There's more to come from the Captain's Corner Spotchka Nights Life Day Spectacular. You won't want to miss it. We'll be right back. What did I say, Brian? Um, We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Don't turn us off. There you go. I don't need some fancy cologne to tell me I'm a man. I use Skin Bracer. It smells great. But it also cools and tones my skin. Confidence is very sexy. Don't you think? Skin Bracer aftershave. By men. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Return of the Pot, a podcast about Star Wars. May the Force be with you. And as always... 
Many boats. 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 All right, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, we're just going to move on to uh, an important segment that we always love doing at the end of the year, uh, and that's Real Talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Yeah, this is the real end talk. of the year Real Talk, where we kind of catch up on all the messages. We also solicited some more messages on social media this week, and uh, we got a bunch of great responses. Let's do it. First up, uh, Ben Grimm fan, uh, Padawan, fan of the show, friend of the show. At Ty Jarris, uh, Ty underscore Jarris on Twitter. He said, uh, what are some things from Rebels or other projects that you'd like to see touched on in the show? Hondo, question mark. Um, so I imagine he's talking about Ahsoka here. Do you want to see Hondo and Ahsoka? Yes. yes. Done. <laughs> Done. Uh, I want to see I want to see more. Ch- I want to see more chopper war crimes. That's what I want to see. Yeah. The crazy part about is about Ahsoka is they leave her on another planet in another galaxy at the end of the season. So it's going to be very interesting to see what would happen in an Ahsoka season two. If we're, yes. if we're talking about things from Rebels to bring back and specifically that AP five. Yeah, there you go. And and um, and have him, uh, you know, have him sing again. Easy. He's still singing. He's just floating, still singing. Yep. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Um, ben Grimm, thank you for the question. Pat Piper at Pat Piper 1000. Pat Piper. We all know Pat Piper, good friend oh, yeah. of the show, Padawan. Uh, how great were those Purgles? Purgles. Got me thinking about Bob. Remember oh, Bob the yeah. Purgle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bob. Yeah. Fans a, of the old show. Guy. We'll remember Bob for saving our lives um, against the death egg in the old show. If I in the old show, we all Bob the Purgle. Yep. Man, great time. Throwback. That was great. Yep. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Then also um, our good friend, Margaret, uh, Margaret, who has her handle on Twitter as Margaret met Hayden Christensen. So that's amazing. Nice. Oh. Good for you, Margaret. Yep. At Magdalorian. Congratulations. That's amazing. I would love to know how you guys felt about uh, Iman's portrayal of Ezra. I thought it was incredible and felt like he mastered Ezra completely and did the reunion of him and Sabine live up to your expectations. Lots of love. Happy to have you guys back. Um, Aww, yeah. Thank you. Margaret. I thought. He acted the hell out of Ezra. We talked about yeah. this. He he brought um, that that necessary humor, um, but also I think a, a we through him we saw the way that uh, Ezra has matured a little bit too. So he's not the exact you know uh, person that we remember, especially you know in the earlier seasons. Precocious uh, uh, has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um, so I think I think uh, it was it was fantastic. I loved it. For, yeah. for me, he was he was perfect. What do you think of the the, the hug uh, between um, him and Hera, or to the hug that never was? Like, should the, should there have been a hug? You know, like a should have been should have been a hug. I mean, I think we got so we got Sabine as yeah. a hug, yeah. Um, yeah, we got that. and that was that that uh, uh, healed something in my soul. So <laughs> that was that was awesome. that was great. All that matters. Um, okay, uh, Ed McGee at the Doctor with all the changes going on at Disney Plus with less TV shows at Marvel and saying that. They want more quality and less quantity. How do you see this affecting the future of Star Wars moving forward? Happy holidays to you three and many boats. Um, great question, Dr. Ed. Uh, but yeah, I guess the, the the what we're seeing already is that there's just like a thinning of shows. You know, there used to be yeah. much more aggressive strategy. And uh, I think it's going to play out in their favor. I agree. We've, we've talked about, you know, 
the 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 uh, mild exhaustion that I think goes along with with that much content all at once. Hashtag yep. content. Uh, Brian's Brian's here at work. He just he just he just I just got a great look from Brian through I the did, camera. You did not. I I did. It was great. I felt it. I felt it. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, I think you Matt's right. You can only get get better with more time spent, a little bit more. I think thoughtfulness put into a lot of things. Yeah, awesome. Thomas Carter Rochester, good friend of the show, has a bunch of questions that I'll rattle through here. Uh, updated Star Wars hugs rankings. That's from you, Caitlin. I think you kind of gave your update just now. Yeah, You're I think there. I think uh, uh, we 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 love to to see reunion hugs. Yeah, also not prepared for the hugs question. I could I could tell, but that's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, favorite movie of the year? We did it in the last main discussion. We did that. We got that check. Well, also, I mean, year's not over yet, and there are a lot of releases that are hanging on right to the end in a totally. fashion. So, yep, there's some big Correct. ones yet that we haven't seen. Yeah. Yep, very, very fair. Um, favorite holiday tradition? That's a good one. You guys have a favorite holiday tradition? My family isn't like. <laughs> the, the, Why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, just being being uh, comfortable in sweatpants uh, all day and yeah. being a gremlin person uh, in in a house uh, and not leaving is my favorite so, thing. Sounds <laughs> like Monday to me. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean that's that's not even a holiday for me. That's just regular life. <laughs> I like Christmas Eve. I think uh, Christmas Eve is like my favorite. Uh, of the holiday traditions, it's very much like that episode of the Bear. My my Christmas Eves. Oh, um, very good. So, Yo. Michael, <laughs> Mike, Michael, Michael, do the fork, Lee. Michael, you see what I did? I Michael. do the fork. Tiff, Tiff, Please. Tiff. Shh, oh. hey, hey, cousin, hey. No, no, you're no, no, scaring no. the normals. Yes, my my brother does the whole seven fishes. You know, it's a whole thing. Oh, it's OG. Oh, yeah, OG. My grandmother used to do it. It's a whole thing. Italians, you know, they do their, own, they, you know, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Paisan. so anyway that's a good question uh favorite pie anybody got favorite pies here uh apple apple yeah i'd say apple as well my my friend chelsea makes these apple pies that are the the best ones you'll ever have yeah yeah fantastic can't pass up an apple pie oh yeah cherry also cherry also uh you can't you can't pass it up yeah no uh, next question, Brian's book club on his favorite oh. from this year, Rise of the Red Blades, unexpectedly in my top five. This is what Thomas says, not me. Eh? Eh? Um, yeah, my my uh, uh, shameful admission is I have not read that. Oh, 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 oh Red Blade! Oh. I didn't read it. Oh. <laughs> I, oh my I have uh, been, I will admit, I have been har- uh, fairly awful with my Star Wars reading this year. Uh, but I do have it, and I look forward to getting back at it at um, at some point, probably in 2024. Because that's, you know, with the thinning of, of shows and movies and everything else, that's what we used to do. Back in exactly. the day. Back, back in, in the, the day. day. Right. When yeah. we had one trilogy and in nothing else, years. and that was it. We had yeah. West End Games and Heir to the Empire, and we <laughs> loved it. And that's what it was. And Shadows of the Empire, which sucked. But that's what we had. Hey, now, let's not get crazy. Hey no, no, it didn't. Yeah. It was wonderful. We loved it. And so, but that's that's what we had. And and so it never was. And then it was like, what? 
prequels episode what there's going to be more what what (laughs) What? so they were books and we loved it and so that's what we will all enjoy doing even matt yes yes well can't wait (laughs) um all right he also said a five minute segment recapping azu's year for the azu crew yeah azu's uh Zoo's not here. here. Zoo's not, not here, here tonight. But I'll. Yeah, I'll not here. There's don't you don't need to pluck his ego anymore. <laughs> Next on the list, John Laluna at John H seven. We'll love a deeper talk on the Night Sisters, and also wondering your thoughts on the book Rise of the Red Blade. <laughs> this is a the hot little book that people just can't stop talking about. Well, I'll we tell love you. the Night Sisters. We have to talk about that another time, but we love the Night yeah, Sisters. No, we'll, we should, we'll go in depth on Night Sisters. Yeah, yeah. And I said in last episode, I think that like Night Sisters, the idea of the Night Sisters, like witches in Star Wars, was something that they. Should have tackled much earlier. Would have loved to have seen Once it. Once again, the 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 f- more fantastical side of Star Wars that I think yeah, all of us exactly. really appreciate. Are we also yeah. going to have to add in many witches here? Yeah, many witches. Is that what this oh, is going to turn into? Many witches, yeah. I've said it many <laughs> times. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. That was a good witch. Thank you. Um, all right. I mean, uh, it, was, it was fine. Joaquin. <laughs> Uh, at Belgium Jedi, another friend of the show here of the Disney era. Who is your favorite new Star Wars character, and why is it Balin Skull? Oh, good question. Good question. He, it's oh. true. He is really high up there, isn't he? He's uh, he is up there for sure. He is up now, there. If we're talking new, I guess Ahsoka wouldn't count. Ahsoka herself, I guess not. Count. Correct. Um, yeah, I, I still would would say uh, would say Ray, but mm. um. Probably. Balin oh, are we talking? Are we talking like? Oh, oh yeah. I guess Disney yeah, era of, would of have the Disney the, era. Yeah, it would yeah. have okay. the. It would be yeah. like Ray, Chirrut, Emway, and then like, and then probably Balin Skull. Yeah, mine would be like orange helmeted Mando. That's probably my favorite oh my one. Okay. Winner. Um, okay, think, so I think, Ray. Uh, I think yeah, Ray. Uh, I have to give it up for uh, for our main man Andor. Cassian mm. is uh, mm-hmm. forever in our hearts. Yeah, Rogue One. Um, Luthan Rail. Luthan Rail. Yeah. Luthan Rail, Chirrut, Mway, Balin Skull. You know, all this proves that the Disney era isn't bad. Isn't that bad, guys? It's pretty good. You never have to prove that to me. You never have to prove it. Pretty fantastic. Uh, Next up, Jenny Watero. The hugs that happened and the hugs that should have been. I know that if it was Sabine searching for Ezra for so long, the first thing I would have done is give him a big hug. Again, more hug questions. I think it's red blades and hugs. Or it's are red the blades of the and questions. hugs. First, first you first you smack Ezra and then you give him a hug. That's the, yeah, that's the yeah, proper. Yeah. Right, yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, slap him across the face with a ring in your hand. Yeah, a wrench. <laughs> yeah. You little shit. Uh, this just—I mean, we're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna Do you have know to, what I did to get here? Th- this is an—it's gonna—we're gonna need a whole separate episode about this book. Now, this is obvious. <laughs> I, I just didn't realize I heard it was good, but I didn't realize this was such such a blisteringly hot topic. I think the mania also comes from our, you know, overindulgence into the, the red blades, you know, like we kind of named the book, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Um, There's Mike at FGO Mike. Big fan oh, of the show. Yeah, Love yeah, Mike. Yeah. FGO Mike. Always coming out of the woodwork to say hello. Uh, out of each live action series, what is your favorite episode? 
That's a lot of episodes. Uh, That's a lot of episodes. Well, I know which one from Andor. The f- very first thing I thought of was was One Way Out. One Way Out. Yeah, Insta- ins- One Way Out. Instantly thought of that before it any has, other no, episode. You're, you know, that, that is the correct answer. It's One Way Out. There is one way out. I, I, mm. I, of like, not probably not just Andor, of all of the TV shows. That of is, all of the, it, yep, that's that, the right. That in episode five it. of Ahsoka, I think, I think. It would be those. I have the exact same answer. There's some great episodes of Mando season one that could be in contention. Um, Well, was he asking for like which from each season, like pick one episode from each season or. No, out of each live action series, what is your favorite episode? So I think each each show, what stands alone. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, okay. So, so live action, it's like, we're talking Mandalorian. The, the first Ahsoka episode stands out. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I don't know if it's the best. It's good, though. No, yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. if we're talking, like, weird favorite, the Dr. Manable Snow Spider episode (laughs) is a a little special. (laughs) Always good. Um, But, I mean, that finale of season two, that's pretty, you know, pretty tight nups, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The Andor um, season finale. Yeah. Season one. I don't know. It would, no, no way, uh, one way out. It wouldn't be one way out for me. Yeah, even you don't think so? No, no, no. Hmm. What, That's one, a tough question. That's a great one question. One way out has has the prison break and the Luthan Rail monologue. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's, that's true. Th- for me, that's that's a that's, double whammy right there. That's double best, whammy. Best favorite episode of live action Star Wars TV. Full yep. stop of anything. I share my dreams with ghosts. I think. Okay. This is a great. That's a great question. That's, that's a just, great question. You know, that one we could talk about that's forever. That's a good question. That's, That's a good question. <laughs> these are these other questions were crap, but that one was good. <laughs> That's not what I. We meant. don't mean That's it. They're all I good. Meant. They're all That's good. Not what I meant. That was that was. It's just all of a sudden. Right. Just, you know, okay, just shut up. Shut me up. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. From the website, Robert uh, says, "Hey guys, loving Ahsoka. Looking forward to your breakdown. This is from a few weeks ago. Because remember, we're catching up. Oh, sorry. Uh, however, <laughs> I don't think I was ready to see my girl Ahsoka without a headband in episode five. Did that make anyone else uncomfortable? Yep. Also, if Ahsoka takes Jason as her Padawan, I'm going to be very happy. Only thing better is if Ezra completed his training in the faraway land and takes Jason as his Padawan. Hope everything is going awesome. Yeah. Somebody's taking like Jason. Ezra. I like it. I like Ezra Jason. Uh, yeah, I think ab- that, that absolute, works. The headband thing did weird me out. Yeah. The headband, headband thing was weird. Yeah. Yep. I was afraid mm-hmm. her whole head was going to fall off. It was going to be that, that, <laughs> that short story with the woman with the ribbon around her neck. Oh, and is that stories to tell in the dark off? or something? Yeah. yeah. Scary mm-hmm. stories to tell in the dark. It's like when Hera takes the goggles off or when she animated Hera used to take the goggles off. I was like, yeah, something's not right. Put the goggles back on. Yeah. Put them, put them on. What was the other? What was the other part? Oh, and then uh, who's going to take Jason on as a Padawan? Oh, you know, well, see, the problem there is Jason's a Padawan. You know, Matt has this. From what I remember, has this issue with there just being too many Jedi, and it's just things filling <laughs> up. So you might trigger Matt. Just another bit. another chalk on the wall in the Jedi Temple, another, Luke's Jedi Temple, or more food for powder for you know, or you know, si- uh, another youngling that was killed by. <laughs> By the the, the it's like everyone's like, well, it could be in the temple when Kylo. Comes. It's like that is the, the, nope. that description is getting all is roads a, lead to the dark end. It's pulling a um, lot of heavy lifting these days. <laughs> okay, on to the voicemails. Okay, yeah, first voicemail up from Graham W. Kid, one of our our favorite Padawans. 
Many uh, boats to you, always, Graham. Always, uh, you know, chiming in and saying hello. Uh, he dropped us a voicemail. Let's hear it. Hello to my three favorite podcasters in the entire universe. Graham W. Kidd here. I just want to say it is unbelievable the amount of joy you guys bring me. Every time I listen, I laugh and I laugh and I come out with a just happier in every way. So I cannot thank you guys enough for the joy you bring me. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and have a fantastic Spotchka night and just get really drunk and have fun. It's goodbye from this Aussie. Many boats, you three. Graham. Love Graham. Uh, happy holidays. Oh, great, happy holidays, Graham. That makes us happy, feel so good. Happy Life Day. Happy holidays. Happy everything, Graham. Thank happy you, New Graham. Year. Many boats. Many boats. Many boats. Next up, a voicemail from uh, Rural Farm Boy. Oh. You guys know you guys know RFB. Oh, yeah. Hey. You know RFB. Let's hear what RFB has to say. Uh, the return of the pod crew. Miss Caitlin, Ryan, and Captain Bat. It's long-time listener Earl Farmboy. Wishing Return of the Pod crew the happiest of holidays. And looking forward to the year-end extravaganza in my playlist. Whereas I'm listening, I will share it out in the Twitterverse as I do with all Star Wars podcast friends I listen to. It's my way of saying thanks to Yins for doing what you do. I ain't the one sitting behind the microphone talking. I'm just a listener. And then maybe with me sharing it, we'll get other friends to give a listen too. As I always say, you're missing if you ain't listening. I'm looking forward to stepping into 2024 all together for whatever next Star Wars story there is to be. We ain't greatly sure just what that's going to be or when it'll be. But when and which we get, I'm sure we'll all gather together and talk about it and have fun talking about it. So, till the next episode, past the year-end extravaganza. Looking forward to all the return of the pod in my year. I will say may the force be with you and as a longtime Imperial supporter, I am obligated to say, long live the Empire. World Farm Boy, RFB, thank you. We really appreciate you. Thank you. For just supporting uh, all of the Star Wars podcasts and just bringing such positivity and and everything to people that might not know what to start with or how to find what they might like and everything. He's just really positive and puts a lot of time and energy into that. It's really, it's really nice of you to do that. And we're happy to be on your list. Yeah. Yeah. Always. All right. Next voicemail is from Tom Fisher. Tom. Howdy and many boats. I have a Thrawn issue. Having read the books old and new, I think of Thrawn as more of a hero. And the way the great Dave Filoni portrays him is flat-out bad guy. I know it's a matter of point of view in the galaxy far, far away, but I cannot help thinking that we deserve the Thrawn who is heroic in the books to somehow show up and... What I wanted out of Ahsoka was them to get there and 
Thrawn and Ezra were battling side by side against the friggin' Grist. And that's what I want to see. Do you think there is any, any, any hope that they will bridge the seemingly unbridgeable gap between the Thrawn of the books and the Thrawn of the shows? Again, many boats. Have a great day. Wow. So Tom is saying that, you know, Thrawn, he sees Thrawn as a good guy as well and wants to see Mm. Thrawn and Ezra teaming up in the future. What do you think about Thrawn as a good guy? You know, is there anything good about him in the books? Well, it's it's a point of view, isn't it? Um, (laughs) A lot of the books are from Thrawn's point of view. So Thrawn thinks he's a good guy. Everyone is the hero of their own story. Yeah. The, Yeah. The major the major difference, though, is in the books, he's. Not he's 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 loyal to the Empire as a means to an end because he's out for the Chiss ascendancy that he's a member of and their battle against the Grisk, as he brought up. And that's the so the Empire is a means to an end. Some people had an issue with him saying long live the Empire because he doesn't really theoretically, if you take these books into account, is more Empire as long as it helps the Chiss defeat the Grisk. Now, Thrawn and Ezra fighting side, fighting the Grisk side by side. That is interesting. And just really, you had me, if that means live action Grisk, you have me so interested right there. That would be some just wonderful tying everything together. And I think a wonderful popcorn shrimp restaurant that Caitlin could open called live action Grisk. Don't you think? (laughs) Done. Sign, seal, deliver. Let's go. Amazing. Amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Next up, Brett Miller. We love oh, Brett Miller. Uh, burp, burp, Brett. Burp. Let's hear from Brett. Hey, gang. It's Padawan Brett here. Uh, I just wanted to reach out because I'm so happy the show is back. So happy to hear my favorite people talking about Star Wars, loving on Star Wars, deep diving into insane little corners of it. Um, so happy to hear y'all's takes on Ahsoka. So happy to hear a little bit of a catch-up from the huge break that we had. Um, but something we missed, I think, unless I'm crazy and it was covered just before the break, uh, I want to hear your guys' opinions on uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, our little our little next step in the adventure with Cal Kestis. Uh, I thought it was an amazing video game. I thought it was an amazing Star Wars story. It had a clear purpose in what its themes were it made me cry it made me laugh all of its side missions tied into the overall theme we can't say enough about uh scuba stev i believe his name was if i'm remembering correctly um i know life it finished it very quickly um did you guys finish it what did you think did anybody give up and just watch a video of all the story on youtube let me know i want to hear what you think so, Brett, yeah, wants us to talk about Jedi Survivor. We talked a little bit about it. You know, we also, yeah. Caitlin and I haven't played it. Maybe we'll do an episode someday, maybe. One, one of these days. Might be a broken promise. We'll try. It might be. I, I agree <laughs> with you also. That is, this character, this, this game is full of just like little king characters that just little weird dudes 
I mean, you and know, I love little weird, weird little dudes. It, it in my, is. In my Star Wars. So it is just the perfect storm of a game for you and for you both in so many ways. But Scuba is definitely one of is definitely up there. I'm also partial to Turgle. Um, it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 just a game full of glup shittos. <laughs> As it should be. Scuba's ongoing stories, I couldn't believe how much of them there were and how long they, they kept going. I was like, oh, we're going to tell another. I would just kind of put the controller down, sit back, and have a good old listen. So that was surprising. I really enjoyed that character, performance, everything. Amazing. I really, I, I can't wait to play it. I feel like I'm, I'm feeling left out at the moment. Scuba is, I you love know, glup shittos. You, you know, and music. You never. You'd recognize the the type of this character from Canto Bite and Last Jedi. Is like he's oh. like this big. He's quite yes. Wee. The guy, the drunk guy who's like uh, spitting out the coins at a BB-8. You know, <laughs> that, that's uh, <laughs> I like it's that. A different, it's a little even smaller. He's like one of the uh, pit bosses, but he's not on the table. Voiced by Mark Hamill. No, he's oh, not okay. Mark Hamill. It's it. yeah. The the little physical impression I'm doing right now is getting us nowhere. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like waving his hands to indicate something I'm small. Like, it's like no, these are antennas. Like, <laughs> these are eyes on my antennas. It's not, it's not working. <laughs> All right. Well, next voice bill up is from Caden Allen. Uh, let's hear from Caden. Yeah. Hey guys, my name is Caden. I'm from Wyoming. I had been re-listening to your podcast for a little while. Um, just kind of needed something to listen to while finals are going on and everything. And I had listened to this bit about what Star Wars means for you guys. And it was like the day before May 4th. Um, so I ended up kind of doing some soul searching and I realized that like growing up, I was right about the age where I grew up every Wednesday watching Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars with my family, like on TV, on Cartoon Network. And my life would be a whole lot different <laughs> than um, it is now if I didn't have all of these really touching lessons about brotherhood and loss and how to fight for what you believe in and stand up for what's right. I'm really glad I'm not the only one that understands that. I just wanted to say appreciate that you guys took that from Star Wars the same way I did. Uh, keep up the great work and mini boats. Love the show. Caden, thank you. That is amazing. I mean, like, uh, I love that they connected with, you know, how we feel about Star Wars, but particularly probably what you felt about Star Wars with the mini boats bonus episode, Brian. But yeah, I also love that that's what you take from Clone Wars and yeah. that that kind of inspiration drifting over into real life. And I think that someone else who would love that is Ashley Eckstein. And that is exactly what she wants, not only that the Clone Wars, but Ahsoka, the character to do um, and and to be that inspiring. And that's what it is for me. And I'm glad it is for you, too. It's really fantastic. Amazing. Very sweet. Thank you. Next voicemail is from Kelsey. Kelsey, let's let's hear it. Hi, Brian, Matt, Caitlin. My name is Kelsey from Texas. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Can't wait to finally be a current listener by the time Ahsoka comes around. I'm calling now because of just got to an episode where you guys discuss fonts and I feel like there was one font left out of the discussion. I'm surprised. I thought it would have been one of Brian's favorite fonts in star Wars, uh, Timothy Oliphant, many boats. May the fourth be with you. Timothy Oliphant. Oh. That's really good. See Now him yeah, walking in and then, you know, singing, a singing a treat is one thing, but him coming in and then being an expert 
on fonts and possibly on a new fonts. font designer. That is one step too far. That's where Brian draws the damn line. The line folks. will be drawn this far and no farther. No farther. And I <laughs> will make him pay for what he's done. Thank you, Kelsey. We love it. We love we love a font talk. Thank you, you know, Kelsey. Thanks. This has been Font Watch. <laughs> All right. And our last voicemail, this one's from a while ago, so I apologize. It's taken us this long. It's Savannah, the hey. captain of the Captain's Corner fan club. Um, ooh, ooh. Savannah, always happy to have you on the show. What does Savannah have to say? Let's go to Savannah. Hello, this is Savannah from Twitter, president of the Captain's Corner fan club. Um, I wanted to share a little story um, that I've been meaning to tell anyone, and especially you guys. Um, but I grew up in San Anselmo, California, which is where George Lucas lives. It's where the original Boba Fett premiered. Um, years before the movies at the, the San and Samuel Town Parade. Big Star Wars culture here. Um, I no longer live here, but my parents still do. And my mom's co-worker is the husband of one of the writers for Bad Batch, Amanda Munoz. And my mom, knowing that I'm very into Star Wars, um, she often talks to Amanda's husband at work about Star Wars. He's always wearing cool, like, exclusive shirts from um, Skywalker Ranch um, and he told my mom a cool, fun fact to tell me, and that is that in the Pabu episode of Bad Batch, there's those cute little animals called the Munoz. Amanda got to name those after herself because her last name is Munoz. Um, I guess it's kind of obvious if you look at their name and then look at her last name, but I didn't put it together until I was told, and I thought that was really cool and a fun little bit of information. Um, I don't know if I'm like supposed to tell people that. Um, and I want to keep getting information from <laughs> Amanda's husband. Um, but I wanted to tell you guys. Um, so fun little bit of information. Many boats. Look at that. Savannah with Thank the inside Savannah. information. Ooh, on Pabu. The Pabu, Pabu. episode. Let's that, see if let's see if I can get a good if can I you can do it? get because right now it? I sound like my house is burning down. Let me see if I can yeah. see if I can get just Come on, one Brian, out. he can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> Pabu! <laughs> that's for you, Savannah. That's and now his voice is gone permanently for the rest Thank of the Thank you. You that's killed it. Brian, You're Savannah. Thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's that, that listener that absolutely hated the puppet is going to be. But it was, it was worth it. It was worth oh it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, and a few shout outs to close out the, uh, uh, the segment here. Uh, the Dork Wars, the podcast. They said, can't wait to hear the episode. You guys rock. Thank you, Dork Wars. Uh, you thank know, you. Thank you. Uh, a great podcast name. Thank you for listening. Um, John Peterson, uh, glad you guys are back. I've just started the new episode. Proud of you guys for sticking to your principles and doing what you thought was right. Thank you for the joy this podcast brings. Thank you. Wasn't easy thank not you. doing the show. But I believe we did do what was right. So absolutely good for us. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, you pat did. ourselves on the back. Thanks, pat John. Pat ourselves on the back. I did what I was told. <laughs> but you both, yeah, but we did yeah. it. You Brian followed rules. You, you, you both yeah. did what was right. I did what I was told. <laughs> anyway, potato grifter, love the potato hey, grifter. Yeah, yeah. Just so happy you guys are back. The world is a better place with Return of the Pod. Is it? Aww. I hope so. I don't know. I hope so. Thank I you, potato so. grifter. Excellent name. Yep. Uh, and Lutheran Zephyr drinking yeah. their own spotchka in solidarity for the celebration. Uh, wants to know our most creative theories 
on what went down with Ezra and Thrawn on Perdidia. Uh, they would love to hear our most creative theories. I think he's asking for the Bridger, the Bridger pamphlet, honestly. The Bridger pamphlet. Have you read this? I was going to no, say, he absolutely for a Bridger pamphlet not. or... <laughs> Here, here's here's uh look L- lutheran zephyr uh, i will i will direct you to a little site called archiveofourown.org um and i'm sure there are many 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 instances that you will find that people with uh some creativity have come up with there oh but, there you go there but you also go. It, also forget that and they died we're gonna think about them out we're going to think yeah. about that question ourselves, and we're going to give you three distinct bespoke story versions in our next episode. How about that? Brian, Brian Ooh, said, that would be fun. Brian said, no fan fiction. We write our own. Yeah. Get off that street. Go home and watch New Girl at nine tonight. <laughs> we're coming back around on that one. All right. Anyway, also, let's just give a, some shout outs to all the Padawans, all the listeners who bought us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com, uh, which ooh, we ooh. always appreciate. Thank you. Jennifer Voorhees bought three coffees. Sean S. bought three coffees. Uh, E-T-R-S-O-P bought us a coffee. At FGO Mike bought six coffees. Uh, and he said, Merry Christmas from Werner and me. Podcasting is a thirsty profession. It sure <laughs> is. We appreciate Absolutely. that. And Karen uh, bought us 10 coffees. 10. And she said, you're back. Karen. Thank many boats. Yeah, That's what she said. Karen. Karen, love now, it. Now, there's a lady after my own heart. Thank yep. you. Many boats. Appreciate the profanity. Many boats. That is amazing. Um, and that's all of our real talk. It, it just, yeah, if if I if I may, may Matt. Yeah, please. Um, just, because I, 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 I'm not, the, the downside, biggest, the only downside to ditching Twitter is that um, that's where I used to do a lot of communicating with our with our listeners and and everything else, and so I definitely um, have been missing that. But seeing it on Instagram and to hearing this a lot of from the website, I didn't know that. Just hearing those for the first time now, and hearing a lot, seeing a lot of familiar names, hearing a lot of familiar names, it's really it's really quite wonderful, and it's very touching that um, a lot of a lot of you a lot of I don't know you, of course, but I know the names and you've been with us for years and um, that it's wonderful. It really means a lot. So thank you. Yeah, yes, it really does mean you. a lot. And for everybody chiming in and also it was fun to see people's like Spotify raps this year. There's a few diehards that we still <laughs> ended up in the top five, despite not having releasing episodes for like wow. 200 plus days of the year. What an honor, though. <laughs> so, we didn't do anything. My God. We didn't do a lot That's this so year. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's so sweet, though. <laughs> this might feel like a little bit of a lackluster uh, end of year spectacular, but, you know, we weren't really around, you know, but. We'll see next year. And when we were, we didn't really talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We talked about a whole bunch of other fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, moving out of real talk, uh, a really quick business time, um, you know, because it's the end of the year. <gasps> so we definitely want to say, you know, a big, huge thank you to everyone for listening, like we just said. But also a big thank you to Paul, our editor. Um, big, big, big thanks to Paul. 
uh, our amazing editor. Paul. He is our fifth Beatle, who we, you know, we uh, <laughs> we only talk about at the end of the season. But we really should talk about in every episode, honestly, because uh, Truly. it just makes huge, huge contributions to the show. And uh, we the, really, the man, really the myth, the legend, it. the man behind the curtain, helping us make the show sound amazing. And of course, Brian and Caitlin, thank you guys as always for doing the show. Uh, thank you, Matthew. <laughs> it's been hard work, but it's you know no problem. Always, always hard work hanging out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, none of it. None of us work harder than harder than you, Matt. Uh, honestly, it's no, true. And no. not just saying that. Stop. Um, Stop. I wish I could be saying this behind his back, um, but instead that, of to his face, yeah. Right? But it's uh, no, it's true. It's that's that's where all of this, all of this comes from, right there. You know, always an honor. It is always, always an honor always and a pleasure, pleasure. gentlemen. It's always a, a pleasure with a zoo. Thank you wherever you are for your contributions to the show or whatever you do. Or yeah, he doesn't do care. He's turned. He's turned. He's yeah. turned off in the closet. Yeah, he turns off. He he gets unplugged for. A little can't while. imagine. Can't imagine why. Yeah, he, he turns off. That's his. That's his holiday tradition. He gets to unplug. He gets turned yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you to everyone who contributes to our insanity at buymeacoffee.com. Everyone who bought some merchandising this year. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll be back again. We don't know when, but we'll be back. <laughs> There's no Star Wars on the horizon. We're going to come back. That's the very specific um, game plan. We're going to come back and talk about something. Something. Yeah. If there's something that the three of us can be counted on, it's to talk. Or maybe it'll be Brian's uh, promise to do a three-episode revisit of the uh, Indiana Jones movies as a lead-up to uh, Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny? <laughs> yeah, Dial of Destiny's coming out soon. Did it happen? Oh. <laughs> now, that was one of my... I love that. That was... We, we, we could do a whole episode of Dial of Destiny. We, we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah we again. could. Um, I don't care. <laughs> All right. All right. Well... Uh, you hear that? Uh, that that music? By the sound of that music, I think that means we've reached the end of this year's Captain's Corner. Yeah. Spotchka Night's Life Day Spectacular, Volume Two, Part Two, Second Annual Colon the Special. The Special. Thank you, etc. Uh, dear listeners, for listening as always. Yep. Uh, with that, we're gonna buckle off, but we'll be back eventually. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Instagram mm. and Facebook and TikTok at Return of the Pod. You can visit our website at returnofthepod.net where you can leave us voicemails. You can visit returnofthepod.store where you can buy all kinds of merchandising. 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 And you can also find us directly at somewhere. Caitlin, well, where can where can you be found? Literally never at, at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the president's. <laughs> Brian and Brian. Uh, first of all, we didn't get to that. We didn't get to it. The Lindsey Buckingham of this episode. But follow uh, Brian on Instagram. I mean, uh, it is a follow pleasure. Brian. So if you're not following Brian, uh, do it. No, thank, the funny thing is, uh, um, a lot, a lot of uh, got a lot of new viewers uh, to the wonderful channel from my Instagram. So if you're new over there to the Insanity, welcome. Oh my and God. some listeners joining in the fun over on my beloved Letterbox as well. So. Feel free to uh, join me over on both of those places at at B R I A N Essence and Sky Guy I L L I M A N. Honestly, if you're not following Brian 
at those places, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, (laughs) And we're all just having so much fun. Um, We're just having so much fun. We're having a time. Um, You could also follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm not really doing much there these days other than yapping at the return of the pod handle, but you can also follow me at Matt, M-A-T-T dot R-O-M-A-N-O at Twitter.com or whatever. And Caitlin, as is uh, holiday tradition, why don't you just uh, get us out of here? Why don't you lead us out? I would be happy to. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a chivy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. Mini boats and be the spark. <laughs>